0: Greetings. Uh, Do not be afraid. You are safe. Uh, If you are hearing this, you have assembled three universal batteries. They will grant you power unlike any you would otherwise have access to. But by accepting this raw strength, you accept the responsibility that comes with it. Uh, I propose a mission if you choose to accept it. I do not ask you to do anything that you would not otherwise do. And if you wish, you may safely ignore my request. However, as some of you may already know, you are beset on all sides by forces greater than you.
1: The world around you suddenly shifts, and everything except for the giant sun darkens to black, and eyes pop open one by one, surrounding everyone. Eyes that are all, like, kind of alien in shape, like, kind of slit-like. Very simple, just with a pupil, not like actual eyes with an iris and everything. And they glow in different colors, some yellow, some orange, some red, and some blue. And they they all writhe and look at the party. And then, with a sudden flash, it's back to this swirling golden light. And the voice continues.
0: These forces would dare to control all life on your world. I ask that you gather some batteries. Some more batteries, anyways. Grow in strength, relearn the power that once came to mortals so easily before the silence, and when the time comes, wield it against any and all who would shackle your kind. The power I offer you is malleable, it has no allegiance, no caveats, no hidden cost, and it is therefore universal, hence the name, however you choose to use it. Find me again when you have uncovered three more, and I will explain further. Good luck. You'll need it.
1: And with that, the sun shrinks to a glowing speck, and the warmth leaves you, and with a sudden rumpf of rushing air, you are back at the table. did each character do after having that like shared whack-ass dream and then waking up feeling basically twice as physically strong let's go let's go with adele what happens to adele after seeing this like crazy vision where you all were transported to look at the sun and the sun told you some cool stuff and now you've leveled up to level two how does adele react to being stronger and just feeling more powerful what does what does he do the rest of the day
2: I would say Adele's first reaction to being kind of feeling more strength is is initially he feels weird and he says this out loud. I feel weird. Like he ends up being really excited, super excited that he's like got all this energy and he his first reaction is to go out and practice his. Dueling his sword fighting skills with his newfound strength.
1: Hell yeah. Okay. So Adele's feeling good. Uh, How does Azazel react to uh, this sudden level up to level two?
0: I think the first thing he does is he checks and asks his brother if he saw the same thing.
1: So your, your bro is still kind of possibly suffering from the effects of shock. He's had a like real rough day and a half so i i imagine he's actually was he with you guys in the room i don't remember
0: yes he was okay
1: he's just got this like wide-eyed deer in headlights look he looks at you and says did the sun just talk to us <laughs> <laughs> immediately afterward he gives you this look and and he suddenly starts looking like his old self a little bit and says, uh, what appears to be earnestly, that was the coolest shit
0: ever. So like, with that information in mind, I think there's not a whole lot of time I spend dealing with the idea that I'm now more capable or that I feel more powerful anyways. I probably just spent a lot of my time with... Yeah, he still brother.
1: has some recovery to do. Um, Dorian... You don't feel physically different, per se, but you definitely feel a stronger connection with someone else. And Dorian, you keep you, you start getting auditory hallucinations, very small ones, whispering behind your right ear. And you start glimpsing like little glimpses of yellow in like the corner of the room. And this is this is right after touching the object. Uh, what do you do?
3: I think Dorian, what he would do is attempt to find a moment of peace, as in without others nearby. See if he can't whip out the mirror. And if I, I don't know how big this safe house is, but uh, I mean, it an in, but I don't know how yeah, there are
1: plenty of empty rooms you can just sneak into you all probably each have your own little room that's like cleaned up and made nicely but the rest of the rooms are just kind of abandoned and dusty and old
3: got it so with the room that dorian claimed i think he would uh shortly attempt to close himself within the room and those passing by might hear whispers coming from it um just him as if he's talking to somebody or trying to
1: yeah, when you walk in like the the cameras behind you and as we see the door close we can see in the mirror the reflection uh not reflection an image of many yellow eyes and then the door closes and uh you have you have a bit of a chat. Uh slim. 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 You feel weird. You definitely feel this No, okay, I know exactly what you feel. You feel in control of yourself more than you have before well that's nice feel like a solid steadiness in your own body like if you if you were to draw now you'd have a steady hand better focus
4: need to get i do just of like uh, twist my hands and i move a bullet from inside my body up through and then up into my fingertips as like a quick sleight of the hand just checking my yeah. reflexes. It it
1: works surprisingly well.
4: Well that's handy. Oh, uh,
1: what does Slim do afterward? Like uh gonna gonna try to get used to like his new sense of control?
4: Yeah, I think he's going to go in a room by himself, and then he's gonna get naked. See if there's any changes.
1: <laughs> still still the same old Slim, but I do think now now that you've touched an object, I think you've you you can now uh and we can we can talk about how this may or may not have an effect on the rules of the game. But I think Slim now has a minor control over his own form. So he can like grow, grow extra little fingers or something like that. You are you are still missing your ring finger, but you can like elongate a finger. Uh, you can like stretch certain parts of your body or shrink them down a little bit now. So you you feel you feel a little more control over that.
3: I cannot believe that Slim is now Ms. Marvel.
1: (laughs) But yeah, other than that, if if you want your if you want your ring finger back, you're going to have to talk to the Rambler. The Rambler, on the other hand, he takes it. I think afterward he picks up one of the objects and looks at it and says, yeah, yeah, I can work with this. And then he like starts to get up to go somewhere. And then Delilah walks in uh, the lady who's been hiding y'all. And she holds a an envelope in her hand, and she looks around with a frown and walks up to the Rambler and says, Uh, someone just delivered me a letter that is not for me. And she hands it to the Rambler, and the Rambler like squints, like, Ain't you supposed to be hiding us? And she says, I I legitimately had no idea how it got to me. it It showed up in one of my dead drops it It's clearly for you, and the rambler looks at it, opens it up, and freezes, goes a little pale, and says i'll
4: I'll meet y'all back at the ship and walks out. Well, that's not ominous,
1: not ominous at all. Yeah, so yeah, so he, he just he just bops out and the rest of you are free to free to chill out. So for the rest of the day, yeah, for the rest of the day, y'all kind of mind your own business. Test out your new abilities a little. um, Talk with whoever you need to talk with. Uh, Do any of the characters interact during this first day? Do y'all chat or, or just kind of keep to yourselves?
0: That depends because I'm probably in the main room. So that depends on who all comes out, or comes back in. Because I know Adele went outside to hit things with a sword, and Dorian went and and Dorian and uh, Slim went into their rooms to have conversations with themselves.
3: And I don't know how long that conversation will last, or if there will be one taking place then and there.
1: So does does Adele like come back into the main room once he's done with his uh? With his training?
3: Yeah, he can come back in.
0: Eh? Oh, uh, what were you doing out there?
2: It's a true. I, what do you think? It was <laughs> my sword. I oh. have, um, sweat all over my body. and Don't get too excited. Um, <coughs> so I feel like the answer answers itself. But if you must know, I was fighting mm-hmm. myself. That is not a euphemism. Uh,
0: I- How are you fighting yourself? What is that? Wait. Whatever. It's probably some kind of, like, next level fighter type shit that I don't understand. Um. I was gonna make some food if you wanted some.
2: Food? And, like, he just perks up really, like, big. Like, yes. Yes, food. Food. What kind? I might ask.
0: Uh. It's kind of just. Uh. Just. Rabbit grilled over a fire, it's not much of a choice out here.
2: I think I could do it, sure I'll jo-
0: okay. can you uh finish skinning that one?
2: He like kind of like t- is taken aback, back and he goes, hmm. sure,
3: <laughs> no problem. <laughs>
1: There's like a shitty stove and a kitchen in this old abandoned uh, inn, and Delilah didn't explicitly say you can't have a fire, Uh, so you guys start preparing some some rabbits.
0: It's just a small one inside to to, uh, prepare food with, it's not anything that's going to be too noticeable. Yeah. I assume an inn has a kitchen.
5: Yes,
1: the the yeah, the abandoned building has uh, a kitchen with a stove and it vents out into a smokestack or not a smokestack, a chimney. Slim is still locked away in his room. We cut back to Dorian who is uh he's speaking to his mirror, right?
3: Yes, or trying to.
1: Just using like a hand mirror?
3: Yep, the one he carries on hand. He sits, I don't know if there's any beds remaining in the room, but he sits wherever he thinks is most comfortable, takes out the mirror and He murmurs underneath his breath. Are you there?
1: His reflection ripples. And I think for the first time he's ever experienced, a voice comes from the mirror. From his own reflection's mouth. And it says, I am here.
3: So you felt that too, right? Is that why you wanted me to touch it? The object?
1: Yes we can use this i can grant you power your face kind of contort in in the reflection kind of contorts into twisted grin and the voice says in honor of your service to me i will grant you a boon Any who would lay hands upon my servant shall feel retribution tenfold. You are clad in the armor of eyes. And a little shimmer appears around Dorian briefly. And it says, Do not fear those who would wish to harm you. Know that you are far greater than them.
3: I thank you um what next
1: the reflection laughs like kind (laughs) of jovially and says next is the fun part and then begins to lay out the steps of a ritual while you listen intently and then we cut away so back again to my question, at the smell of food, with the reflection has appeared to finish its uh, its spiel, does Dorian exit his room?
3: Yeah, I think he does. Oh. He mirror's pocketed away and yeah. he's strolling down with like a casual demeanor uh, on his body, uh, taking the steps I think like two at a time down the stairs.
1: So uh, Azazel and Adele are uh, being Michelin chefs down here with rabbits. Dorian comes down at the smell of food, and you see them. They've made a fire in the stove in the hideout in the abandoned building where you're trying to hide. What What do you think about this, Dorian?
3: How into the cooking of the food are they? Like, are they still skinning it? What are they doing? I
0: think at this point I am grilling one of the rabbits over the uh, stovetop or i guess grilling might not be the right word but we'll use it anyways uh, adele is uh, seems sounds like he wasn't too familiar so i imagine he's struggling to skin the second rabbit
3: i think dorian like as he's coming down the stairs you hear him say what's what's cooking and upon getting to the final step and looking over and seeing adele skinning a rabbit he visibly pales uh
0: just some rabbit i caught outside um i figured we all could eat and that some fresh meat could do us all uh, some good
3: is there anything else to eat
0: i don't think she left us any food
3: well it right um let me know when it's when it's done i'll he just turns around and goes back up the stairs what was wrong with him I don't know. I hear
2: sometimes men can get periods. What? I'm just like, messing with you. I think he has a secret.
0: Uh don't we all?
2: Yes. I think that's what makes us the most interesting, doesn't it?
1: Meanwhile, Slim had have you finished uh experimenting in in the room?
4: Yeah. Uh I'd put my clothes back on made myself decent nav, headed out back and then as I'm as I'm leaving. I smell the cooking and I quicken my pace a bit.
1: Hot there's some rabbit on the stove. Uh since Slim you know your your kind of secret is out so to speak. Do do you still bundle up fully or are you like I can go without the goggles this time or or anything like that or are you still like I'm going to completely dress up again?
4: He's still going to bundle up fully cuz we have the caretaker. Ah uh, yes. Person and he doesn't really want to deal with her seeing him. He's also, I think, just... Usually, he's still more comfortable, fully covered. But as as he rounds the corner, uh, he's just gonna ask them, What in the hell are you two doing?
2: We're making you a cake.
4: I've <laughs> well, uh, I can see you're making something with a fire when we're trying to stay hidden. Do you know where that smoke goes? Out the chimney, theoretically. Um. Well, yes, but if someone were to see... A previously unused uh, house now having smoke coming from its chimney. Don't you think that might raise a bit of suspicions that we don't want?
0: Just just a quick note. When Slim came down the stairs and said something, I visibly stumbled, almost dropping what I was doing.
4: Zaysel like jumps like, oh god. Oh, I didn't mean to startle you.
0: Well, we need to eat, and... I figured homeless people and 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 whatever they call them they need to eat as well, so they did a squad in abandoned buildings, so there shouldn't be anything that raised suspicions about us being out here, right?
2: to say Adele interrupts like really abruptly and goes, you know, I'm pretty sure I actually saw food that would not be re- required to be cooked to avoid any such suspicion but um, I forgot about that until now
4: Yeah, I, I have some saved rations in, in my pack if we want to use those there's a knock at the door hand me a Leon gun
2: Adele, a Adele pops his head up ooh a friend shh shh
4: Why? they might have been
1: <laughs> someone else The knock comes again in a specific pattern, Uh, like shaven to haircut two bits. And then there's a clinking of a key in a lock and the door opens and it's Delilah like kind of awkwardly with something on her, her knee held up to hold something. Well, one hand puts a key in her pocket and she kind of like kicks the door open and she has a platter full of food. And she says, I brought. Oh, would you look at that? and she walks in the rest of the way kicks the door shut behind her sets the food down on one of the tables in the abandoned inn it's it's not anything fancy and she says um i was wondering why the smoke was coming from the chimney thought for a second maybe the building was on fire but you guys wouldn't do that to me would you and she gives like a smile like remember i'm not doing this for you i'm doing this for the beast god rest his soul you, you, burned, you burned down my safe house. Just
0: making some food. And I grab the other rabbit out of uh, Adele's hand because I'm sick of watching him struggle to skin it.
2: I know I was having problems, but hey.
0: And this one's just about done cooking, so I'm going to finish this up.
2: Mm, it's good cooking. I'm going to finish this up. Fine.
1: Delilah, like pulls one of the chairs like flips it around takes a seat and says well i guess you got to keep yourselves busy somehow and don't worry about the smoke this place sees a lot of squatters i got the door locked but you know nothing out of the ordinary
4: right oh thank you for the uh fresh food
1: help yourself uh and she smiles
0: as a note because it's gonna be weird if like uh if i don't say anything um but my brother's like taking a nap in another room and that's why he's not around
1: yeah actually i yeah i i imagine he's he's resting he's been yeah he's been kind of kind of sick not actually sick but sick uh the past like day so he's been needing to rest a lot so delilah uh Delilah says, um, where's your friend, the kid with the, uh, the tattoo and the cool hat?
4: I think he went back to his room.
0: Oh, Adele, or, or, or Dorian, uh, he's upstairs. I hope he
1: comes down before the food gets cold, and she, like, reaches over and starts eating some of the food she brought. And says, um, so, how y'all been doing? Cooped up for about a day? Nothing down the ordinary, nothing keeping you from getting along.
4: Uh it's been uh relaxing. Well,
1: another 6 days to go, so get comfortable.
4: When
0: she said nothing keeping you guys from getting along, I just am side-eyeing uh Slim. I'm ignoring it. And
1: uh where's that uh mystery man with the big shoulder pads and the cloak coat red lining? Flipping a coin all the time. What was his name?
4: Rambler. Well, I don't rightly really know where he is at this moment, but I'm sure he's doing fine.
1: Seemed like he could take care of himself. And how about how about that kid? Is he all right?
4: He's sleeping.
1: She nods, takes another bite of food, and stands up and says, "Well, I'll be just next door. Uh, I'd say holler if you need me, but don't just walk next door." She waves and exits. And I think by that time, Dorian, you come back down smelling new food smells.
3: Yeah, he cautiously pokes his head out and um, everything's said and done for for food making, correct? For this is out of character, by the way.
0: One of the uh, rabbits has just gotten on the stove and uh, Azazel kind of puts the other one with kind of an irritated huff next to the other food. Like, why did I even do this?
1: And there, there's a full plate of, like, ordinary, ordinary food. Like, uh, rye bread. Um, I think there's, like, a, a little cup of honey to go with it. Um, some, like, goat cheese. Uh, uh, beef jerky. Like, kind of basic, uh, farm food.
3: He, uh... Basically, beelines over towards the the food and uh, starts piling some of it in his hand.
1: Maybe it maybe it briefly crosses your mind how the hell uh, Adele and hazel whipped all this up in like a minute and a half. Um, unless unless Dorian heard the conversation downstairs.
3: Um, I think he was having a half ear over it, uh, just kind of get an idea of what's going on downstairs. So I don't think he says anything.
1: Uh the the rest of the rabbit finishes up just fine. Uh y'all sit down to eat. Uh do you guys eat together or kind of scurry away with your separate food?
4: Well, uh Slim is definitely going to take some for himself and head on out.
3: Dorian's going to stick around.
0: I do too. Uh once Slim's out of earshot or theoretically out of earshot, I will say in kind of a whispered tone what the hell do you think he is?
2: You know, I want to say that it's scary, but I feel like I've seen
3: worse. I think with, uh, Dorian uh, just finishes chewing his uh, the food that he has in his mouth, and he says, Do you think that it has anything to do with leviathans? If it does, it might not make him happy.
0: It's gross.
2: It's fucking weird. I now f- now we don't judge people by the cover of the book i don't think is that how you guys say it?
3: we judge them by the contents of their character exactly
2: okay
0: but he's not even fucking alive or he doesn't seem to be anyways
3: are any of us truly alive
0: i don't need your philosophical bullshit in this kind of situation
2: well we don't need your constant paranoia You've met him before you even found out who it he actually was, and you didn't think he was also bad. Now you're just paranoid because maybe, perhaps, he 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 was. I don't know. It's it's he. Yes, it's true. He looks like somebody decided to take an entire grave and dump it into a pot and try and turn something out of it. Yes, perhaps that's what his
3: body looks like, but wh- we are who are we to judge? Be nice to the man.
4: At least I smell good now.
3: Dorian swallows uh, another mouthful and says, I've been keeping an eye on both Slim and Rambler, and, well, quite frankly, I don't think they're all that bad. In fact, if that were the case, I really doubt many of us here would still... Would still be a free man. She's, he's got a point.
2: If it weren't for them, I'm pretty sure we would either be dead or almost dead. But it's just like you said. He's like a
0: leviathan.
2: We didn't say he was like a leviathan. We had theories. But just because he's part leviathan does not mean something to fear. And at this point, Adele kind of almost sounds like he's talking from something that he knows. For once.
3: Speaking from experience... Perhaps.
1: Adele, you're oddly reminded of the book that is still in your pack.
2: He he kind of like as he like says perhaps, he kind of just like brushes the hair out of his face while he like slightly like brushes against like where the the, the location of the book is on him. It doesn't like point it out, it just kind of like touches it.
1: Yeah, its weight is oddly reassuring.
3: Adele. What exactly does that book say in Ashatian?
2: What book? Oh, that book? Um, I haven't really had the time to look at
3: it. I
2: thought maybe perhaps a little bit
3: later. I was getting too excited. He uh, leans over and cups a, his cheek in his hand and says, Do you mind telling me what the contents are? When you do? Why are you asking? I like books, that's as simple as that. I see something written, and I'm curious to see what the inside of it is, and well, considering I can't exactly read the text that's inside, it would be very kind of you to tell me what it says.
2: Well, if you put it that way, why not? Sure, I'll let you know what I find once I finish reading it. In the meantime, how about we all try to be nice? Two people, he, he like looks over to Azazel and not try to judge them immediately, especially after we've already gotten to know them. What do you think is going to happen? The Adele then goes, um, is this a? did you know that the Achetian people are very community oriented? Are very family oriented. And that when you are in a community that really depends on you and you depend on it, that is priority over yourself, I would just think that maybe perhaps if you really are proud of your heritage, it might be something worth knowing.
0: I know that fully well Adele I was raised in a mostly Shetian household
2: well then good then I'm glad you're at least aware and Adele gets up and then goes to his room
3: wait bef- before he- when you start to move Dorian uh grabs a uh, part of the uh like a sleeve or a cloth or something that he can snag on and he says a moment to Del. Mm-hmm. he pulls out from his pocket a slip of paper with writing on it and says can you tell me if this is a Shetien and what it says
2: uh, Del takes the
3: paper I'm going to copy and paste it into the chat do you reckon do
2: you know what this conjugation is by the way this is a very no, lit- so. literary conjugation. So I, sorry.
1: What literary conjugation?
2: It's like um, there's the because French has two kinds of conjugation. They have normal kinds of conjugation and then conjugation that they only use for books, which is mm. completely pointless. Yeah.
1: But then it this should be the book kind. Let's put put Tori on the spot. Translate yeah. some French I'm here. I'm so
2: sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I know what it says. Ne rayons pas les fous. So that means do not ridicule the, the crazy. Their folly dure plus longtemps que la nôtre. Their um, craziness, their um, folly, it's a little hard to explain fully, but it's about like craziness. Like it it durates, it, it lasts longer than our own. Voilà toute la différence. And
3: that is all the difference. He nods and pockets it and says, "Thank you," and he just continues to eat.
4: Does he
1: does he offer any explanation where he got it?
3: Nope. <laughs> I was gonna say Adele
2: kind of like looks at him funny and is like, "You're not going to tell me why you needed me to translate or you know where where it came from or you know like I feel like that is the weirdest part of this exchange."
3: He uh, pauses, then bites, chews swallows and uh, raises a brow and says, like I said, I do a lot of reading and this quote was referenced within the book I had and I wanted to make sure the translation provided was correct.
2: You know, one of these days, Dorian, you're going to have to stop lying to us. And Adele turns around and goes up to his room.
0: What the hell does he mean by that?
3: I do not know, um, I wasn't lying. I just get it from a book. I was gonna say,
0: that doesn't sound like a lie to me. I'm gonna roll, uh, a insight check, just to, cause now I'm skeptical. Make that a roll, fam. <laughs> that is awful. I rolled a three plus one. Dorian seems on the level. He's
1: inscrutable. You can't, you can't get a clear read.
3: Got that playful smirk on his face and happily chewing on the food that Delilah provided.
0: Do you have any loose leaf paper?
3: I do. I have a couple sheets.
0: Um, cool. Can I get one? What for? Uh, I went out and bought some of this before, you know, we met at the clock tower at noon. And I pull out that little pouch of, uh, red, uh plant matter that I purchased off screen
1: uh I think Dorian recognizes it Dorian you've seen dragon's breath right
3: no he actually has never seen it before and never mind he he I don't he might have read a story with it I'm not sure how prevalent that is for mentioning in books but I could always roll for history
1: uh, I don't think it's something that would have been would have been big. In in stories, usually the stuff you hear about is like tobacco and alcohol when it comes to drug use.
3: He, uh, leans over curiously and says, what's that?
0: Uh, it's, 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 well, so, the people I used to be around, uh, for a bit, fuck, um, they called it Dragon's Breath. It gets that name because, like, it's like tobacco, but when you exhale, it's looks like you're breathing fire because of the way the smoke is, like, bright or a dark red.
3: Does it hurt you at all, or?
0: No. Um. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it very well. To be quite honest, I don't know how to put it into words, but... If I, if I'm ever feeling particularly stressed, like right now with all the shit that's going on, it kind of helps.
3: If I give you a piece of paper, would you let me try it out?
0: Here, um, let's see. Here, give me a give me a piece of parchment. Uh, I've never actually done this myself before, but uh. Let's see how this goes.
3: Dorian uh, sets down the plate he has and starts digging through the uh, bag that is at his side. and the the paper over.
0: Now, I do want to be clear. Jordan hasn't ever done this either. For I haven't, for... Done,
1: a, I haven't <laughs> done a lot of things I DM about. Uh, but uh, uh, so
0: like, there's there's this whole process like like I I don't I don't really partake. Just to make that clear. Uh but uh, um I I did paper, Google what? it. I did Google it. Apparently you can use normal paper. Apparently it's I what they do in say, prison. Uh but is you a, have to lick like, the paper a lot to, to make sure it doesn't fall apart. Uh the,
1: so so Azazel is attempting to, to roll a joint here. And the um He's like, do need a roll to see how well? Can roll. This. Yeah, just give me a flat d twenty. Let's
0: just let's just it's see the, on a
1: scale from one to twenty, how uh, how good of a joint he can roll.
0: That's sweet, That's a sixteen. Okay, so he he figures
1: it out. It's not it's not like you know it's not amazing. He clearly hasn't done it before, but like he gets he gets it to stick together to not fall apart. He gets the right amount of dragon's breath inside so it isn't overflowing. Uh, it's, it's all, like, stuck together and has, like, a, a spot to, um, an end to breathe from. He twists it off at the ends and, uh, uh, gets ready
0: to light it up. Huh. I think I did okay.
3: No reference to criticize.
0: I'll get a tinder wig and light it, uh, but before even doing anything with it as it kind of burns. Uh... What do you think's gonna happen to the crew?
3: What do you mean? The captain's dead.
0: Are we even gonna have anywhere to go after this week of hiding out?
3: Um Well the beast upon introduction said that he was a captain in title. Uh we primarily go through democracy from place to place, so I assume for the most part things will probably stay the same with the absence of one individual
0: but the leader's gone and what about those and I'll gesture towards where the uh, wanted posters are
3: i mean if we're not here for long does it really matter
0: <laughs> but these might follow us and like and I I'll pick up the one um with my face on it how much am I worth
1: oh okay
0: uh you're not sure huh
1: I haven't quite decided on this yet um but just you've
0: got 10 seconds
1: (laughs) yeah just giving it a quick you you look at it first off uh the drawing like is not bad it's very clearly your likeness the listed the listed uh felonies are let me let me look up some some crime <laughs> names of crimes you have one one account of grand larceny breaking and entering threaten with the intention of doing violence and there's definitely a uh, conspire conspiring with cultists on there as well and how much oh also uh i think we we mentioned um afterward uh like a week ago that the your wanted poster actually has little wolf on it too and uh i think under like the image it says warning possible possible cultists if if found notify the warden commission immediately and the the bounty is i'm gonna put it at It's high, but it doesn't break the bank. I'm going to put it at 10,000 pieces of Carthaginian gold. 10,000 sovereigns, um, dead or alive. Holy
0: fucking shit.
1: No, actually, I take it back. 10,000 sovereigns, alive. 1,000 dead.
0: Oh my god, that's a lot. I think this is the first time that I've looked at the amount that's on there.
4: In rookie numbers. Let's get those numbers up.
0: I kind of freeze in terror as I kind of look at the number on the paper.
4: E-
1: echoing in your head is the sun saying, you're important.
0: Oh, my God. You see how much is this for? You
3: worry too much.
0: I worry too much? There's a part of me that was just going to leave the crew, or that wanted to just leave the crew and stay here in Point Royal, but... That's not possible anymore.
3: You're planning to leave us?
0: I was thinking about it. I was... I was... I have to do what's best for my brother. I... I like it here. It might sound weird, but I actually like it here. I like the crew, even if Slim is part of it, and he freaks me out. But I have to take care of my brother, regardless of the fact that you guys actually treat both of us well, unlike anywhere else I've been so far. I can't stay here in Point Royal anymore, and I'm not sure I can stay part of the crew, considering we've got so much against us. Ten thousand gold. There's going to be so many people after us.
3: Zazel, you were seriously thinking about staying here. You should have thought of that before agreeing to break into a governess's building and stealing something from her. That's not my point. It kind of is, considering how this is going to follow you according to your word, and yet you still decided to do it when you wanted to stay here. That- (sighs) Listen, Azazel. As somebody who has had many moments of, well- Not to this degree, but instances sort of reminiscent to this. It's not the end of the world. Especially if you got people that have your back.
0: Dorian, it's 10,000 gold pieces.
3: Yeah, and we're not going to stay here forever. This is only in Carthage.
0: The bounty is only in Carthage, but that is... That is enough money to send someone from Carthage to... to Hunt us, that's enough money to set someone for multiple lifetimes.
3: That's a lot of gold. You know magic. That is going to follow you around. Regardless, you're gonna be wanted man. This is just another thing to tack onto your your I guess life experience.
0: I start to hyperventilate for a moment, and then I take a huge like hit from the dragon's breath.
4: You <laughs> you light up.
3: Dorian uh, is gonna hold out his hand after you uh take a a puff.
0: I, I I'll go ahead and uh and uh pass it over, which So,
1: so Dorian, you, you see Azazel take a drag and uh as he exhales it creates this like rolling red cloud that in the light looks almost like a like a breath of fire. And he immediately, I think Azazel, you immediately start to feel more relaxed.
3: Dorian uh, takes a pup, puff trying to go and uh, follow the same pattern he did. And I rolled for constitution, by the way, just to see how well I do it. Dorian starts hacking immediately. <laughs> I was
0: going to say, so she, yeah. like, Azazel hacking. took a very stressed, huge drag, so... <coughs> Are you okay? supposed to hurt like this? No. Well I mean it, it kinda just depends on you know you and, and how 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 will you take it?
1: You definitely feel the effects, Dorian. Like you're you're not quite sure what to expect, but you're suddenly dizzy.
0: I also think at this
1: point, Dorian, do you you catch sight of your own uh wanted poster? Are you at all interested on what the bounty is on there?
3: Sure. I think he's going to just Is it close on hand where he can just reach it, or does he have to stand up?
1: Uh, It's, like, right on the table in front of you, I imagine, so you you can just reach over. Your bounty is higher. It is 1,500 dead, 12,000 alive, and your list of crimes is a little longer, adding both book theft and assault of a noble with intent to scar.
3: If I remember correctly, Leviathan, suspected Leviathan cultist, and... Anything else? I know he also shot a guard.
1: Ooh, um, yes, I, I think they, I think they're gonna slap murder on there, even though it was technically the beast who did the killing blow. Uh, you, you've got a murder charge, uh, Dorian.
3: <laughs> wow, Zazel, look at this! And he turns it around and points at the. The description of everything that he's done. <laughs> uh,
0: wait. Wait, you're. Are you the one who knocked that kid out? Was that you?
3: Wait, did you come across him?
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I, I reset his nose, uh, uh, and made sure, you know, he wasn't gonna choke on his own blood
3: why did you do that he forced my hand
0: (laughs) wait how he
3: he was trying to force me to kidnap him insisted i was a pirate i mean it's true but well he didn't know that
0: why would you knock him out though why would you what so this is yours and i'll pull out the ball bearing thing that i have
3: grabs it and I think he uh cast casts pr- Prestidigitation to clean off the blood and packs it into his bag um and says, Oh. I thank you for getting rid of the evidence.
0: <laughs> they it didn't it didn't do anything. They they still know it's you.
3: <laughs> I mean he did see my face. That that was looking back on it, not the smartest decision and Quite frankly, I didn't intend to shoot him in the mouth, but, you know, uh, he was being a lemon about the whole thing.
0: Before this fully kicks in, I'm going to go sit on the couch in the other room.
1: Dorian, your your second hit of Dragon's Breath goes down a lot smoother, and uh, the the room is definitely moving a little on its own. De- you're definitely not moving the room uh and um
0: azazel uh, gets up and walks to the other room without any problem yeah because he's more used to the effects
1: also azazel you're already feeling the need to like pull out your coin purse and count your coins
0: i don't need to do that i've got four <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I get point. i get the point i'm just saying all four yeah, coins it's just like
1: The clink of them in your hand and, like, the shininess, you know, gotta gotta have those coins, man. And uh, uh, while you're doing this, uh, Dorian, you see someone gingerly walking down the stairs. And Little Wolf, um, who looks kind of tired, like he just woke up, he's rubbing his eyes, says, uh, Is there food? Uh, A correction from last episode. Last episode, I referenced Little Wolf suffering from the effects of shock. That's from low bro- low blood pressure. He was not injured. He is not suffering from the effects of shock. He's suffering from the effects of emotional trauma. Uh so he is like he was shaking and he was clammy and uh hyperventilating a bit, but he definitely wasn't like in a dangerous situation. And now he he's been way more quiet than usual, but he's uh yeah, when when he comes down, he definitely looks like his normal self. Um <clears throat> And when, when he sees Dorian, he, like, gives you a wave and says, um, did you make food?
3: Dorian shakes his head, but it's greatly exaggerated. And he sweeps, uh, over the, uh, around the food and gets up to go and follow, uh, Azazel. And I think, like, as he's passing by, he messily pats his head before uh, heading over to, um... To the same room as Azel went.
1: Little Wolf gives you a weird look, but doesn't protest. He just kind of like walks over to get some food. Uh, He takes a sniff and he says, oh. (sighs) So actually, I have a question for Jordan. Uh, Has Little Wolf been around in the past times? Uh,
0: Yes, he not. Well, yes, um, specifically uh, when when. Um, I ran with that other crew. Um, I'm not going to go too in-depth on that um, because that's still backstory stuff to be discovered. Um, Yes, he's been around it. I don't know. I don't think Azazel knows if he's ever partaken, but the people that they were around are definitely the kind of people that would give someone even uh, his age.
1: That would give like a 13 to 14-year-old boy dragon's breath
0: well he's not 13 or 14 years old wait he's you keep forgetting his age he's is he eight he's 10
1: he's 10 Uh
0: oh. he's how do you keep forgetting his age i don't
1: know dude these aren't these aren't the things i remember so so he comes down here he like sniffs the air and says um azazel you you on that
0: stuff again uh yeah
1: gross and he takes some food <laughs> i don't want to catch you stealing any of my coins
0: how do you even have any coins
1: he he get, he like wiggles his eyebrows at you and says you don't know and then he sighs and kind of like heavily sits on a chair and kind of what's the word he kind of like scrunches into himself as he eats eats a piece of rye bread
4: jokes on all of you slim was actually a narc this whole time yeah no slim
0: really The the or, word or is a is narc he?
1: Is he still chilling?
4: (laughs) No, I think he would probably come in, smell it, uh, figure out what's going on. But then uh, I think he'd be drawn over to the uh, wanted posters because he hasn't taken a look at them yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, Does Slim smoke?
4: No. He might. He used to possibly, but not be a little bit hard. Yeah.
1: Circumstances have changed. You want to take a look at your wanted poster?
4: Yeah, I do. Okay.
1: First thing you notice, the primary charge is wanted for impersonating a warden or impersonating an officer of the law. There, There's also like a bunch of warnings, highly dangerous, something about like collecting the bounty only if you're a trained professional with experience. Uh, With experience, I think they'd call it in pest control. That's the term monster hunters use on the frontier. And there are monster hunters up here. There, There is only a wanted dead. There's no or alive. And the bounty is... It's high. I'm going to put it at 5k. 5,000 dead.
4: Huh. I thought it'd be worth more. Well, I will. I don't think they ever got my name or fake names, so I should find... For this wanted poster in particular, and of course, there are probably going to be different printings
1: at different times, but for this wanted poster in particular, it says, it does not say, have you seen this man? It says, have you seen this creature?
4: Mm. Well, that's a little insulting. And then, yeah, like a
1: bunch of warnings, like armed and dangerous, do not approach without, uh, support from the warden commission or local law enforcement.
4: Well, they get my good side at least. Yeah. <laughs> I I think the drawing is of you in your uh, warden gear. I think he uh, might ball it up and then stick it in his coat.
0: Where do you go from there? I'm just curious because if you walk by us, I have something I want to say.
4: Yeah, I I think that you'd walk by your room on the way back to his.
0: I'm not in a room. I'm in the main area. Uh, Well, yeah. Uh, Slim.
4: Yeah. What
0: the fuck are you?
4: That's a good question, kid. And I'm go, gonna keep walking.
0: Damn,
4: he is clearly high. Yeah, don't don't have no time for people uh, smoking the
1: devil's
0: lettuce here. I turned to Dorian. He didn't answer.
3: You were pretty rude about it. I I tried
0: to was it wait was I rude I was I I tried to I tried to ask. As cordially as I could. Little wolf says in a small voice from, from the table, maybe he doesn't know himself.
3: Well, I mean, the way you worded the question itself, too, it seems a little bit... Was it bad? A, uh, it wasn't great. So, I, I mean, my mother always said that needless swearing just makes you a rude boy. Oh,
0: I, that makes, I guess, to some, no, uh, I was around a lot of people who swore a lot uh and and then being on a ship with sailors is kind of uh a lot of swearing too. Yeah, our old crew were kind of assholes. They liked you. Uh
1: he, he 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 smiles and he says, "Yeah, but got like both of us to make the cut, man. We're a package deal." And he he shows you the wanted poster that has both of you together in the uh, in the frame. And he says, "Look, we're famous."
0: That's, that's not a good thing.
1: <laughs> he squints and says, 10,000 sovereigns? How many is that?
0: That's a lot. That's, that's enough money to set people for lifetimes. And I mean, like, that could set a family for, like, their entire, genera- like, entire generations.
3: <laughs> you know what this means? What? You're going to have to fake your death and take the gold for yourself.
0: <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can do that. It's it's going to be awfully hard. And I I reach up and touch the scarred part of my face. I, I don't think I can disguise myself super well that convincingly enough to not be me.
3: It's where improvise happens. Come on. Nothing is impossible. Just got to put your mind to it. If, uh... Well... A, a wish takes work to be granted, you know, and, well, if you absolutely desire to get rid of these, these, <laughs> these wanted, uh, bounties, you gotta work for it.
0: I'm gonna turn away from the conversation for a brief moment and yell up the stairs. Adele!
2: Adele! Wow Do you wanna join us? You hear, like, silence... And then all of a sudden, just this boom 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 boom, boom as he like like sh- like sounds like sound like somebody like bursting out of a door <laughs> and like falling down the stairs boom <laughs> boom and he like like spins around the bottom of like the the stairs and and like, yes, sure, what else,
0: and I'll hold out the and I don't know, I don't really know how fast these things typically go. Just to clarify that, so I don't know at what still point. Still got it. like
1: four or five good hits, more good hits. You got a sixteen. That that joint has a bit of lasting power. Has Adele smoked dragon's breath before? I mean, he smoked tobacco before.
2: Yeah, and he was he was a teen once. He still kind of is. He was like, oh, for me, oh, you shouldn't have.
1: Little Wolf rolls his eyes. He's not impressed uh he he also then like he he looks at the uh he looks at the wanted poster again and says i mean how much could ten thousand be abby said that the the nobles like they had like 10 times that just lying around and then he kind of stops himself and freezes for a second and looks over at you azazel
0: i will pull out the four gold pieces that i have or the five gold pieces uh do you see this is four gold pieces at a modest living, this could buy me maybe six months. At a very well, no, that's that might be too much, but
1: definitely not six months. Like a, a month.
0: A month of modest living, maybe, maybe more depending on how frugal I was. Um, imagine this—that like that's a month. Now this is only four that's what if
1: you wanted like a house and a cow and horses
0: okay but like what if you wanted like a cool sword that's that i'm talking like yes some of those things are more expensive but have you ever seen and he like
1: pauses for a second and thinks
0: indoor plumbing imagine
1: how many little pieces of gold it would take to make those pipes
0: They don't use gold. He squints and says, then what do they use? Probably, probably iron? No, something like that. He
1: shrugs and says, whatever, it still costs a bunch of money, right?
0: I don't know. Probably, yeah. But, like, I'm talking, like, realistic living. I want a house with indoor plumbing. Not, not greedy, not greedy top, like... Not not greedy noble living, but like modest like living this would set people up that amount of money would set people up for generations.
1: I don't wanna have to go out into the back and sit in an outhouse all the time. <laughs> Dorian, you agree, right? Huh? Indoor plumbing's where <laughs> it's at. We just need like forty thousand gold. And it could be ours.
3: Dorian at this point, I think, is, like, taking out all of the uh, random trinkets and shiny objects from his pack yeah. and just piling them up into a little little pile on the table in front of him. Uh, he, I gotta, I, I gotta quick, I'm gonna assume, yeah, he, he says, you work with what you can. I mean, indoor plumbing's nice, but... Why are we having this conversation? What?
1: Little Wolf mumbles, uh, I'll come back when you guys are normal. And uh, he kind of like grabs some more snacks and stands up. Uh, And he seems to get kind of like what's the word? He kind of like deflates again. Um, Like, you know, he was being his normal self for a while, but then he shoots Azazel like a, uh, a kind of resentful look. And heads upstairs. So, Adele, Azazel, and Dorian are now sitting together, getting high on Dragon's Breath. How long do you guys uh, sit down there in the main room?
3: I don't think Dorian's in any mood to move anytime soon. He makes himself comfortable on the, the chair he's sitting on. He might even just fall asleep there.
1: Do you? Guys, yeah, do you guys just end up passing out?
0: Hey, uh, I'm going to turn to Dorian since he's still laying there. Um, hey, what do you do? What do you mean? I mean, like, you do magic.
3: Which, by the way, I don't think Adele knows this. So I I'm
2: Yeah, a-
1: Adele, you're right here. You're also high, but you probably have a much higher tolerance than them. And they're just like, so magic.
2: I think Adele is just kind of enjoying, like, watching them. Right now, he's kind of laid back as he's enjoyed really watching them like not handle their hot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Very fair. <laughs> what about my magic?
0: You do magic. How does it work? Like I said, I could do some stuff, but I could never control it. And my brother couldn't control it even worse than me. When his emotions flare up, he's like a... Like a, like a storm.
3: I could guess you could call it a part. Hmm. He's he stops, bites his tongue and says, "It's always been kind of a part of my life. I I, I guess, if you will, even if I didn't know at the time.
0: But like, how does it work?
3: Uh, so you can do it." At will. I a little bit of that, I guess, but also...
0: I didn't say at will. I can't control it, remember?
3: At will. You can still... He he has some sparks shoot out of his fingers and say... It uh, says, do a little bit of here and there without having to do any preparation for it. I guess I'm more of the traditional sense of... I have to do things. Little things to to prep for something, and... Yeah. Magic. Can
0: you you show me?
3: Like a spell or? Yeah. He stretches back and thinks, thinks deeply about it and says, you, something other than prestidigitation I take, right?
0: That's what you used to clean me up earlier before, right? With the blood?
3: Yes. And he claps his hands together and you see sparks come out against, like, another small visual illusions. How does Adele feel about this? Usually Adele would be, like, really weirded
2: out and he would actually leave because he would be really uncomfortable. But I think because he's also high, he's just kind of like, dope. (laughs) Yeah, this is, you know... Like like the like the dragon's breath, like kind of like calmed his nerves.
3: Okay, so yeah, he he asked like something other than prestidigitation. He's said like they do little illusions and the sparks thing. What does Azazel respond with?
0: Any any anything anything else? What else could you do?
3: He he waves his hand and says, "Well, I could do a couple of extra things. However, I don't." exactly think it would be the greatest in such a small space but there is one thing i could potentially do uh he looks around um and says it'll be it'll be better without (laughs) without any lights he uh, is there candles and such lit up in the room
1: the room is lit with lanterns little oil lanterns on uh like, on the tables, and mounted on a few walls. So, no no candles, but there are definitely, like, enclosed flames.
3: Yep, and if it's an enclosed flame, because you can even, like, take out a torch, so I'm assuming lanterns would be fine.
1: You could put out a lantern and, um, flick it back on. Wait, what spell are you using?
3: I will describe it right now. Sidorian, um... Dorian uh, cracks his uh, hands and says, okay, um, well, for you to best see it, uh, Azazel, Adele, if you don't mind, this isn't going to hurt you, but I'm going to need you to use you. And what he does is I want, first, I want Adele to roll for a dexterity saving throw before I describe the rest of the spell dexterity okay what exactly are you doing i'm i warned you i was gonna use a spell on you uh because i need somebody to visualize it so he he's about to use it and i need you to roll a dexterity saving throw uh Um, you can you say you're gonna you 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 didn't
2: really ask me at that point you're basically just doing it and
0: he told you and then did it
3: (laughs) yep that's dorian (laughs) (laughs) how pleasant yeah, he he said it's not gonna hurt. <laughs> and so it's you- a a spell save of. Um, oh wait, shit! It's it's a twenty foot cube, so I guess everybody's gonna get hit with this. Oh good! I, I
0: guess it. I will roll as well.
3: Uh, saving throw is thirteen. This I rolled a one. Is, it, oh my it. god! So roll the one. Dorian, what he does is he claps his hands together, pulling them apart, and a bright, intense, glowing ball of light is summoned. In this case, I'm going to make it a violet color. Uh it streaks towards the target, which is essentially Adele and Azazel. I don't know if it hits him and um it seeps into the creature entrenching them with light. And this uh... also extends to objects. I don't know if that will also mean like the furniture and everything are going to be lit with a violent light. But um You are currently cast in a dim light that sheds, basically sheds light in a five-foot radius.
1: So, like, a ball of light extends from Dorian's hands and, like, flies through the room, like, sweeping through uh, Adele and uh, Azazel and causing them to glow?
3: Yep, they are currently glowing a... Uh, a violet color it's a dim light and dorian has this bright smile on his face and laughs hysterically at Uh, um,
0: what is this what is this
1: (laughs) um because i think it's cool as hell uh as he casts the spell uh and you guys start to glow right when he casts it you see uh he's wearing like a loose fitting like white shirt right
3: yes he is he's wearing classic blouse
1: you see something bright underneath the fabric light up on his skin. Uh, And you you can all see the outline of the beautiful flower on his tattoo light
0: up. What the hell is that? What the hell? What what did you do?
3: Uh, uh, I'm glowing. (laughs) You could say I I lit up your world.
0: (laughs) 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 Is this gonna hurt? Will this hurt me?
3: No. Unless I attack you, (laughs) no. It just makes it easier for you to be seen. That's all it is.
0: Ah, are you are you okay? I look over to Adele who is also glowing.
2: Adele's like,
3: uh Um Why? Zazel wanted to see something else and well, cat's out of the bag. Magic is already now known. Know. Okay, why but... Not? But still... Why? Well, everything else I got, I don't think you would appreciate me shooting some, uh... Well, something with a little more heavy force in the air. I don't feel composed. I mean, I could could technically create myself in armor. Yes, and why didn't if... you do that? Why did you have to like do it to us? Not to mention without asking. He's going to reach over and tap Adele on the nose and says, Your expression is quite funny.
2: (laughs) Touch me, it's
3: weird. Stop doing things without my permission. He pauses and sets his jaw into a lock and sits back down and says, Fine, fine, you two are no fun. What?
0: Wait, what did I do? The
1: the light around you guys starts to flicker a little. Because yeah, it only lasts like a minute, doesn't it?
3: Yep, just one minute.
0: Wait, what did I do? I, I. Why am I no fun?
3: Always worrying. Always, always. Hmm. It's different from the company that I'm used to. Well, was used to.
2: Hmm...
0: What kind of company are you used to?
3: Remember how I mentioned that I used to get in a little bit of trouble back in the day? No. Well, I I did. Uh, hence why I really doubt this bounty is going to follow us to the extent that you are, because we have done quite a number of things around town that... Who's we? The Uncalled for.
0: Who are the uncalled for?
3: Some childhood friends of mine.
0: That's a really dumb name.
3: <laughs> he, uh. That's a super dumb a name. Throws a slingshot ball at you. Ha! Ah, what the hell? I created the name.
0: It's a stupid name. I'm sorry. He pouts. <laughs> that hurt hold on adele give that back don't finish it off
1: did not think my game would devolve into a bunch of petulant children getting a high together
2: now you're no fun i can understand dorian completely um
0: i want to stand up and go over to the three objects that are still are they still on the table or did they disappear when we were whisked away
1: uh, I don't think anyone's really touched them. The Rambler grabbed one. Uh, I, I think he just like put it with his belongings.
0: Can I distinguish and them and and, and figure out which they're, of the which special. of them was the one that belonged to me?
1: They all look identical.
0: I'm gonna take like a long pause and stare at them, and then grab one and be like, "This one's mine," and I'll put it into my backpack.
1: where does adele go i feel like adele you have kind of the urge to read your book
2: yeah definitely that's what he was gonna go ahead and do was read his oh what a good
0: time to read something that might be eldritch in nature when you're completely stoned (laughs) excuse me that's the best time
1: yeah so adele you head up to your room to crack open the uh the mystery book yeah you crack open your book have the camera over his shoulder and we see like weird runes written along it but then we cut to adele's perspective and it's written in achetian and of course the first line was if you are reading this then i am dead or then i am most likely dead and adele you you read and read and read Until eventually you start getting tired. And I think he falls asleep, like, with the book still in his hands. Nice. So, first night in this uh, safe house. Pretty comfortable. Uh, But the crew has some strange dreams. Dorian, in your dream, a flower speaks to you. And shows you visions of a bowl filled with liquid being lifted at a rising and setting sun a rising or setting sun your dreams are filled with strange visions and misty forests mossy covered uh ancient altars and adele you dream that you're standing in a cave that's surprisingly well lit with little crystals lodged in the ceiling kind of like stars in the night sky and in front of you is a little underground lake and you walk up to it and the lake ripples and then a mysterious robed figure appears in the reflection adele you recognize this mystery figure as who As the guy who we first saw in our very first session, when Adele went to that abandoned factory and looked into this pool of water and this creepy dude in a robe uh, that flickered like a starry night sky, uh, told you to find a book of which there was only one published.
2: I am like Adele's first reaction is to be sarcastic. Of course. He's like, I am so surprised and shocked. Wow, it's you. What do you want?
1: Boy. The the robed figure snarls. Uh, After
2: he, like, immediately he says boy, like, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs>
1: you, you cannot see the figure's face. There's just, like, this hood that lurks down low over their face. Uh, and you can see the flickering stars on their cloak. And it reminds you a lot of a priest's robes like lady lucenia looks pretty much very similar and i i guess one of the thoughts would be like why the hell would a holy man be doing this creepy magic shit and the 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 mystery figure says do you have
2: it maybe
1: do not lie to me
2: I want to know exactly what you have planned for it.
1: Our plans are none of your concern. Bring it back to me and you will be rewarded.
2: And if I don't?
1: There will be and then the 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 figure shifts and you see the head raise a little and jagged serrated teeth like fangs are visible glowing within the hood and the man, the creature says there will be consequences.
2: I see what I can do. It might not be quick.
1: I am moving locations. You will bring the book to the frontier. I will tell you at a later date where and when, and then it cuts off And you see the uh, you see the figure raise their head again and you can see like glowing red eyes beneath the hood. And it it pauses for a weird, awkward moment. And then it says, I will return. Remember, I am watching. And then he stops. And then the figure turns and looks and says, hey, hey, get out of your move in a different voice. Uh, and then you see the, the figure start to pull up his hood and the vision stops. And suddenly the dream is over.
2: Adele kind of like opens his eyes. Like, like he doesn't even get up out of bed. He just, it's like one of those like open your eyes after nightmare, cheesy like scenes in like movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like the camera's right above his head and like his yeah. eyes shoot open.
2: Exactly. He does that and he just like fucking knew it.
1: so the next few days in hiding go pretty smoothly you get regular drops of food from delilah she inquires every once in a while how everyone's doing but your lodgings are pretty comfortable and you aren't really fighting amongst each other um azazel you notice little wolf seems upset with you about something at least the next day and then he just kind of descends into like his he's most recently he's been like quiet and
0: kind of wait the listless. next day first off if i noticed he's upset with me i would have a conversation with him
1: yeah he's upset but also the kind of upset where like they don't want to talk to you and tell you what's up like a like a kind of quiet resentment and um
0: hey you haven't said a word to me this morning what's wrong
1: he just kind of shrugs and stares ahead
0: hey If something's bothering you, we should talk.
1: He sighs and says, what do you think
0: is wrong? I have a few ideas, but I don't think any of them would make you upset with me. So I don't know what's wrong. Yeah,
1: figures. Uh, And he kind of stands up and says, I'm going to go get some more food.
0: No, uh, we should talk.
1: Uh, He kind of turns on you suddenly and says, what is there to talk about?
0: What do you mean, what is there to talk about? You're, you're, you're upset and you, first off, I've been meaning, I was waiting until you were calmed down a little bit, but there's a lot we should talk about. And I wanted to give you your space so that you can process what happened. And I told you before, if you needed anything, I was here to talk but now you're just giving me the cold shoulder
1: he kind of like curls his arms up around himself and says we were both there we both saw what happened there's nothing to say
0: wait joe what is he referring to specifically
1: uh the two two days ago the heist
0: what are you talking about we we weren't in the same space we were never near each other until we got into the carriage. I don't know what you're referring to, I know you've seemed really shaken since that day.
1: He sits down and pulls his knees up to his chest and says, "I've never saw I've never seen someone get shot before." and then stabbed to death. And Dorian lifted his hand and this green light came out and... I
0: thought this was something like that. I... I, no. I don't
1: know, I didn't... It's... I I was thinking I might have wanted to talk to him about m- magic stuff, but after that, it... He... Uh, and he just kind of shivers.
0: Do you... Yeah, do you... Do you want to know... I, I, I get... It's hard. It's really, really scary. To go through that kind of stuff. Dude. His magic blasts people. (laughs) Dude. He
1: pointed at the dude and like the front of his clothes were like. (sighs) Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then, and he gets very
0: quiet. Do you. And then there was a lot of blood. It's some people have magic that can hurt people. And that's just how some magic works and how some people choose to use it do do you remember what happened that day in the barn
1: uh he just kind of stares straight ahead but you take you you're pretty sure his silence is a yes
0: it's not it's it's not like uh, and and i know it's scary what happened i didn't actually want you there i'm kind of I can't take it out on them, but I don't like that they let you so close to what was going on. The captain was supposed to keep you away from all of that. Not only that, but nothing was that wasn't supposed to go down the way it did.
1: Kinda sniffs and says, yeah, if it wasn't for the captain, I'd be dead. And now he's dead.
0: That's a lot of ways to look at that. You're not wrong. If it wasn't for the captain in that situation, you might have been hurt. But if he hadn't brought you to that situation, you would never have gotten hurt. If he kept you in the bushes.
1: I came along of my own choice. I wanted to be there just as much as everyone else. You're right. He didn't drag me anywhere. And he, like looks away and frowns
0: i understand i and you're right it's this it's not easy this kind of stuff uh it's it's scary and and the only reason why i haven't packed up our bags and left is these are the first people who have been decent to both of us since we left home
1: He, yeah, he's silent, but you can see some like tears are kind of welling up and he sniffles and says, I wish Lucinia would come and visit.
0: I know. Um, did you see that stuff? Downstairs? No, the, when, when those three objects came together.
1: He wipes his eyes and says,
0: yeah, I did. What do you think that means? You don't know? I know about as much as you do.
1: He gives you a funny look and says, I think I know a little more. And he gets up and walks over to the room door and closes it and then locks it and says, it means this. And he puts his hands out, like about a foot apart and concentrates. And you see him kind of like, kind of like stick his tongue out in like a, concentrating really hard gesture and like scrunch up his face and then he goes zap and first starting as a little spark something erupts between his hands and then suddenly with a blast and like a change in air pressure the whole room lights up as lightning arcs between his fingers
0: and i panic i rush forward and grab his arms don't
1: there's a sudden and the like something, uh, breaking or or shifting, and the lightning stops, and he stumbles backward and says, "Don't touch me." And then he kind of like hunches his shoulders, and says, "Sorry."
0: Don't. I don't. It it so. Well, you were goofing off downstairs
1: with Dorian, getting high, digging around, whatever. I was up here with, uh, nothing to do. He kind of, like, raises a hand and some sparks dance along it, and says, I wasn't able to do this before we saw that.
0: Don't... I'm sorry, I... It just... I, I don't... I can't put it into words. I just... Seeing you do magic is uh, scary for me.
1: His look kind of hardens, and he says, you best get used to it. And he just holds out a hand, and from his pack, a canteen just, like, hovers out and rushes over, and he catches it. And he walks back to the... um, to the bed, kind of hikes himself up to take a seat and starts drinking. After that very eventful first day of everyone kind of settling in and chatting it out, um you spend two more days at this hideout. Uh things are pretty calm, you know, the lodgings are comfortable, Delilah visits often. Uh on the second day, uh lucinia visits and she chats with little wolf and he seems pretty happy to see her and they don't they don't seem to talk about like anything important he just like gives her a hug and they sit down and uh he seems a bit happier afterwards she she wants to speak with you slim
4: oh boy
3: He's in trouble.
1: She... Yeah, she asked to speak with you in, like, private. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, come on in.
1: Yeah, she she walks in. She's wearing her, like, starry robes, and she says, um... How are you healing, Warden?
4: I actually feel fine. Thanks for asking.
1: Last time I saw you, you looked like you were on death's door.
4: Yeah. Well, I recover quick. Good,
1: good. Where is the Rambler?
4: Don't rightly really know. The day after we got here, he uh, received a letter that uh, seemed to spook him a good deal. He headed out, and I haven't seen him since. He'll be back soon enough. Hmm,
1: that doesn't seem like a good sign.
4: We seem to be followed around by bad signs lately.
1: Too true. And she kind of heavily takes a seat and says, "I saw your wanted posters. Apparently, they." Th- Think you're some kind of creature?
4: Well, I thought it was kind of rude that they would say that, but I suppose understandable given the circumstances. She chuckles
1: and says, The Imperial law isn't known for its politeness. And then she leans forward and says something about these wanted posters. I saw them on the first day. There was one for you, $1,500 bounty, and the next day, all of yours are gone. There are still wanted posters for everyone else, but no more for a warden. Word on the street is the warden commission, and she in makes air quotes, are covering their own internal conflicts.
4: Yeah, it is strange.
1: You don't know anything about that?
4: Well, I haven't heard any word, but... Maybe that's something to do with what the Rambler's looking into. She kind
1: of uncomfortably, like, crosses her arms and says, uh... Well, I hope you can take care of it in a... Well, I hope you can handle it with delicacy, whatever it is. One last thing. The Rambler isn't here, and I... If there's anyone I think can give me a straight answer, it's you. What happened when those three things were put together?
4: Well, we saw a vision. Heard a voice coming from the sun, telling us we were special. Then we are back.
1: A sun? Like like a star?
4: Uh, I... Like... It was a big, burning ball that was very bright, and it was very close. But it didn't feel like the dangerous heat coming off of it. Thing it just was.
1: She leans forward with interest and says, and, and what was the voice like?
4: Sounded normal, not booming or otherworldly, just... Like, like some sort of bookish Bella, She kind of goes,
1: huh, well, I, I guess I suppose it would. Well, d- 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 this is extraordinary. I, I may have been right. Right about what? She stands up with a big smile. She says, this is it. This is you have met the maker. Lucinia does one last thing before she leaves, and she visits Azazel. She says, um, how have you been doing, Azazel?
0: I've been fine.
1: Little Wolf definitely looks like he's recovering. That's good. Uh, I'd like to check on your wrist.
0: My wrist? Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about it.
1: The one you sprained quite, quite badly. Is it hurting anymore?
0: It hasn't been bothering me the last couple of days. Honestly, I almost forgot, like I said.
1: She smiles and says, hmm. Well, let's give it a look, shall we?
0: I'll hold out my arm. She
1: very gently unwraps it and pulls off the uh the like little splint that kept your wrist in place and looks at it, and it it still looks a little like bruised. Um, but she she kinda like gently touches it and moves it around. It doesn't hurt. And she Her eyes go a little, like, her her eyes sparkle a little, and she looks at you and says, The Maker must favor you, Azazel. You healed remarkably quickly. That's what you keep saying. It's been under a week, and this was quite the sprain.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I know you're not a man of faith, but I'd call it a miracle.
0: I assume you think it's one of the Maker's doings.
1: You did visit the church, made an offering.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pull my hand back.
1: Okay, yeah, she lets go. She pauses and, like, frowns a little and says, Are you sure you're all right?
0: Fine. Just unnerved, to say the least.
1: By the objects?
0: Um, kind of. Everything that's going on, it's conflicting, um, desires right now. She nods.
1: And says, that, that makes a lot of sense. Don't worry, whatever happens, and she stands up and kind of like brushes off her cloak. We've got your back. All of us, the crew, Dorian, Adele, (laughs) even Slim, probably.
0: I've been asking, but no one here, obviously, is going to have the answers that I'm looking for. What's going to happen? Who's going to lead the crew? She
1: sighs and kind of looks away she seems briefly like you know it hadn't been on her mind and then suddenly she's reminded that the beast ain't around and she says i'm not sure the crew we can handle ourselves we never really needed a captain but what i'm most worried about is who owns the ship the beast was in charge because he held the deed he's Captain Renfrew, Renfrew, the man who owns the ship, and now, I don't know who's going to take that. But for now, I guess we're a captainless ship, unless someone is willing to step up.
0: Um. Weird. Plus, we don't have the supposed Radonian credentials anymore.
1: Well, I should be able to fetch. The deed and everything proper from his, captain, his cabin, I don't think he had them on him when he, well, when everything happened, but yes, I suppose what's most important is to figure out who is going to be the new Captain Renfrew who owns the ship. And besides that, who will be barking orders? We'll figure it out, Azazel, don't worry. It's a hardy crew. It's certainly not the first or the last pirate ship to lose a
0: captain. What I don't understand, what is so important about those two that he would die for them? Those
1: two? You mean Dorian and Little Wolf?
0: No, he died for Slim and Rambler.
1: Oh, oh.
0: She pauses. He could have left with us, but he went back for them, and he died to keep them alive. They were part of his crew.
1: He was a captain that would never dare leave a single soul behind. He cared about them just as much as he cares about the rest of us, and it was his sacrifice that brought them back. He must have seen something in them. I mean, one of them's a warden? A Apparently, or may, maybe not. I'm, I'm not entirely sure anymore, but he must have seen something in them.
0: Have you seen what he is?
1: She smirks a little and says, When you are in a life-or-death situation, and Slim saves your life, reconsider your answer. And she turns and goes to leave.
0: Hi, hello, and welcome back to Tempting Fate, a Dungeons & Dragons 5e podcast. I'm your imaginary friend, Jordan Page, producer and player of Azazel. With me are my friends Joseph as the Dum Dumb Mister, Leanne as Dorian, Tori as Adele, Max Landy as the Rambler, and Elliot Waters as Slim. Max was absent during the session, which is why the Rambler was called away earlier by that letter he received. Thank you so much for listening, and if you are enjoying the episode, please consider leaving a review in your podcast service of choice. We had a bit of a hiatus over the last couple months as a result of the current global circumstances, but hope we can get back on track. For updates and other information for the podcast, you can follow us over at Tempting Fate Pod on Twitter. Atmospheric audio for this session comes from tabletopaudio.com and Storyblocks. The next episode should be available on May 9th. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode.
1: the third day how's everyone doing i think everyone's kind of the characters have gotten a bit more of a sense of their new abilities
0: um oh no maybe not azazel azazel hasn't even tried fair enough
3: i think somebody here is feeling a little bit restless especially considering how he's antsy to go and start following some of the visions that he had received
1: Yeah, Dorian, you received instructions in a dream. So on the third day, when Delilah comes in and tells everyone to pack up, it's time to move. He's excited to go?
3: He, I think, is the first one to pack up everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she she tells you guys jovially, we're heading out into the jungle.
3: Took us long enough.
1: You're going to love it. And with that, y'all pack up and head out. Heck yeah the island of tor is mostly tropical it's kind of an outlier a lot of a lot of islands along the halcyon reach at least according to the sea charts you guys have seen are a bit more arid or temperate but this is definitely tropical and as you guys walk through the jungle there is a footpath but it is thick it is swarming with insects the air feels heavy everything is like incredibly vibrant green deep glossy green leaves The yellow of strange fruits hanging from the trees, you hear weird calls in the distance. It's teeming with life out here, Uh, and you guys are, are walking back into the uninhabited part of the island, or at least the very sparsely inhabited part of the island. Tor isn't very big, but what wilderness there is on here is nigh impenetrable. The path you guys walk is one that has been hacked away many times with sabers and machetes. And finally, you guys find a small kind of, I hesitate to say bungalow, but it's like a it's it it's a a kind of nice house made of natural materials from the like from the surrounding wood in a area that looked like it was burned and cleared.
3: Does this happen to have a path that leads to this house or is it like?
1: There is a path. It's a little complicated and kind of tough to follow. You pretty much need to find the entrance to the path to follow it to find the right place, which is part of what helps it be a hiding spot. Okay. Delilah gives you guys like a few tips and tricks on like what clues to look for and how to navigate a bit, and you all feel pretty confident that if you went back to town, uh, hopefully in disguise, then you would be able to come back and find the right path and follow it to the safe house yeah she sets you guys up in lodgings this is definitely more of a house than an inn it's all one floor you each have your own rooms again but it feel you feel like you have less privacy the walls here are very thin and there's basically just one main room no real cooking or anything like that uh what is nice though is there's like kind of a yard like a cleared area around it so you can walk about and explore the jungle a little but she tells you explicitly don't go out at night That's dangerous. She says, I assume some of you have probably never been to the frontier before. There are creatures out here. Well, there are interesting things that go bump in the night. It's best you never see them.
3: What kind of creatures?
1: Well, there is a creature that is native to Tor. And and as islands go, Tor is probably the safest you'll find in the frontier. We've made sure of that. But there are still stragglers that will appear out of the jungle. They are hulking, strangely formed creatures. Many legs, but sometimes they slither along the ground like a snake. And, well, they take all sorts of shapes. What's important is they are pitch black and made of some sort of gelatinous substance with little pinpricks of light glowing all around them, like uh, like the like the sky at night. Black with little lights. They're horribly violent and will not hesitate to tear you apart if they find you. One of their worst qualities is the ability to uh, mimic other sounds, so hunters have been known to be chasing a, a, a mewling deer and then find something waiting for them. Just Don't go out at night. And if you do go out at night and you see sparkling lights floating in the darkness, whatever you do, stay still. Slowly as possible. Turn around and walk the other way. Am I clear?
4: And the gang proceeds to go out at night. If you want, you can. I'm not going to stop you. No.
3: Okay, uh, stick to the woods in the day. Got it.
1: And of course... All of you are she she then she then says Sailors call them Starspawn, and they are all about the frontier. We're pretty sure they came from the Reach, but who knows? They're a lot like Leviathans, nobody knows a thing about them except they're dangerous and valuable. So yes. And of course, besides that there are other creatures, and panthers and monkeys and Things you just don't want to mess with. All right. Enjoy your lodgings. I assure you it's quite safe as long as you remain inside. A fire also helps. Well, I'll see you all later. Uh, and she drops off some
0: food and leaves.
3: He gives a little salute and turns to the others and says, Right, I'm going to do a quick inventory check, then I'm going to check out the woods.
0: Do you want someone to go with you?
3: Possibly. Uh, I'll, I'll be back in a moment. He uh, kind of secures the hurdy gurdy around his uh, shoulders. I'm assuming he brought it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm assuming you're bringing you're bringing all your normal gear if you wish, like your luggage and stuff.
3: Trying to decide. I think I think he did for this case because hurdy gurdy in the woods. you can't really. It's not going to be a huge deal. He uh, goes over to one of the rooms and closes the door. And is there a lock for it? Yep. Okay. He is going to whip out his mirror. And asks it quietly as far away from the door as possible, Are you there?
1: Your reflection gives you a little wink.
3: Delilah mentions there are things in these woods, and well, is there any of you?
1: Dorian's reflection gives a broad, slightly too wide smile and shrugs.
3: Is there anything I can do to protect myself?
1: Dorian's reflection Makes a sort of exaggerated, I'm thinking, and like taps its face with a finger and then puts finger up, like, aha. And it makes kind of an exaggerated, I'm making something motion, like out of frame below the mirror. And then it pulls up into frame something that Dorian obviously doesn't have it's a necklace and it is made out of bones you're not exactly sure what type of bones are on the end of the necklace uh it looks like it's made of twine that's been woven from from a plant like plant fiber twine and on the end are these little bones and dabbed on them delicately probably with a small painter's brush or maybe just like a, a leaf of grass or something is uh what looks like either red paint or blood in a three-part symbol that Dorian recognizes as on one of his books. And it pantomimes, fastening the the necklace around its neck. And then when it lets go, the necklace is fastened around its neck. And it then pantomimes, like, walking along and whistling.
3: Is the whistling part of it, too?
1: It stops and seems to think for a moment, and then nods.
3: He can't hear any sound, correct?
1: No sound has come from his mouth.
3: So the same whistling as... Armor of Agathus? The tune.
1: It gives a non-committal gesture that seems to say anything will do.
3: And where does the bone come from?
1: Your reflection smiles and kind of leans in so it's a little larger. And then I think you briefly see like yellow eyes behind you or behind your reflection. And then, like, just for the briefest moment, like, you blink and you're pretty sure maybe you're just seeing things. And then the mirror is normal again. Like, it, the, you look again and your reflection is your reflection.
3: <sighs> Always got to make this a little difficult. He packs up the, um, the mirror, uh, puts the hurdy gurdy gently on the floor, and I think he takes off his armor before walking out to the others. With the armor in his arms,
1: you mean like like the leather? Stuff? Yep,
3: the leather armor. Okay. Well, I think I'm I'm ready.
0: Out to go into the woods.
3: Yeah. Um. He, without saying anything, just puts the armor into Azazel's hand and heads out towards the the door what? and looks at the others and says,
0: "Why did what? Why did you hand me this?"
3: He smiles. I don't need it anymore.
0: Okay. Um.
3: Right. Well, is anyone wishing to accompany?
0: Uh, I'll go with. Why Why did you hand me this?
3: You need protection, don't you?
0: You're just giving this to me?
3: I don't need it, hence, rather than tossing it. I could throw it away if you don't want it.
0: Okay. Is it gonna- I don't think this will fit me.
3: It's a bit big on me.
0: How- how big is this, Hazel? This is like I think he I think he's like five foot nine if I remember correctly from what I wrote. It,
1: it fits okay. It's a
0: little tight.
3: Yeah, I I pictured Dorian just
1: yeah, not Dor- really Dorian. getting
3: fitted armor.
0: Okay, I'll put it on. Are you? Are any of you going to come with
4: us? I think that uh, stretching my legs will do me some good. Adele.
2: Yeah, I'll come. Why not?
1: Little Wolf definitely looks like he kind of wants to come, and then he like gives Dorian a look. And like squints at him and says,
0: "I'll stay at home." Are you sure? Yeah.
1: And then he says, with it, like in the most insincere way possible, "Have fun."
0: You you can come if you want.
1: He glances at Dorian again and says, "I'm fine."
0: What did you do?
3: Um, why do you seem minded anything?
0: I don't know. He was looking at you.
3: Can I do an insight check on little? Yes. He got a total of a nine.
1: You don't know what his problem is.
3: He just shrugs and says, maybe he's just not interested this round. Well, I've got a particular location to mind. Sort of. uh, If all of you would be willing to follow.
4: Sounds like a plan. Yeah, lead the way.
3: Right. This is a little tight. Well, it was a little loose for me, so I don't know what to tell you.
1: So y'all head out? Yep. Following Dorian's lead? Yep, yep
3: Dorian has is going to be keeping his eyes towards the trees and he is going to be whistling quietly to himself as they walk
1: uh dorian make a survival check you are you are with slim who has an impeccable sense of direction and cannot get lost you are the one taking the lead here so you're deciding where to go (laughs) fuck!
3: well i got rolled a natural one uh
0: that's just wonderful
1: So, Slim, you realize pretty quickly that you're going on, like, a a very circuitous route.
3: By the way, I would like to note if we, before we veer off the path, Doreen is going to be swapping the shoes on us, Fate.
1: I see. Good to know. Uh, And before you know it, you guys are bushwhacking. Uh, Like, having to push through dense foliage and avoid, like, logs swarming with hundreds of insects and uh, wade through waste deep clusters of like
4: brambles and vines not that i don't trust your uh sense of direction but you know where you're going
3: not quite it's not where i'm going but what i'm looking for
4: ah all right what are you looking for take lead on the way back
3: i am looking for the tallest tree within this jungle
1: pretty soon you start seeing the trees getting sparser and the foliage getting a little dense which makes walking a lot easier and then you realize you're coming up to like a rocky sloping outcropping you're coming up to what's probably like around the base of a mountain here on tour like the the only mountain on tour it's a small one this is this is way off the path you guys have been walking for like Wolf for a few hours.
0: Do you do you just want me to, like, climb a tree and I can point in the direction of taller trees until we get to the
3: tallest one? We can always use this mountain. OK. Yeah,
4: but I'm assuming by tree you mean tree and not outcropping of rock.
3: No, but I figured this might be easier depending on how steep the slope. Maybe we can walk up it a bit and
4: Would the, see over uh, the forest. If there's a tree at the top of this mountain, would that count as the tallest tree?
3: As long as it's part of the forest, yes. Why are we looking for a tall tree? He he smiles and says, it's a surprise.
4: I don't like those.
3: It's nothing, nothing terrible. Well, just...
4: <laughs> alright. That doesn't sound ominous in the least. X to
1: doubt. So, you guys have arrived at like the foot of a steep slope there's a like rocky outcropping that kind of shades an area and you guys see a pool of what looks like remarkably kind of clean looking water here as well as some like big boulders and then you can hike up the slope it's kind of a trek but you can get on top of that rocky outcropping and that's like just above the tree line and you can figure out where to go from there so is that is that your plan just get get some altitude
3: Yes, yeah. and like, so, would this mountain look like it's in the middle of the forest still, or is it kind of like
1: it's definitely in the forest? They're they're like the jungle foliage is still like growing on it and around
0: it. Okay, so is it like the tallest tree or the highest tree? Because there might be a tree on this mountain.
3: He he shrugs and says, "Just tallest tree." I don't know if that means it needs to be tall as in lati- uh, altitude or tall as in size of said tree uh hey joe Mm -hmm. based off of what i saw would it suggest it was has to be tall as in physical or tall could be vertical like as in it could be on top of a mountain
1: you just saw someone climbing a tree and the implication was it was taller than the trees around it but you there was no this is the tallest tree within this many miles or anything like that it just looked like a just looked like a tall ass tree
3: okay well we're gonna have to kind of just see where it goes maybe climb this i climb that tree the tallest tree on the mountain see where the tallest tree in the forest is and grab book and see what happens
1: so y'all start hiking up this mountain And you get onto this rocky outcropping above the pool, and here you have a much better view of, like, where especially tall trees are. You do see a tree that looks taller than the rest, uh, just kind of naturally in the forest, down back kind of where you came from. But there are also some trees up here on the mountain, kind of in, like, these craggy spots where dirt has collected. But up here on this rocky outcropping, it's it's like a decently sized platform, maybe, like, 30 feet by 30 feet, just this big slab of rock that you guys are standing on above the tree line. You see the entrance to a cave here, and Slim, yeah, you immediately feel like someone is watching you.
4: Uh-huh. Uh, I would like to roll a perception check. <laughs> Please do.
3: As he's doing this, is That's there a tree such- that is tall in the, uh right here that seems to be the tallest one on the mountain because as he's doing that i would love to start climbing it
4: hey would anyone like to assist me in this perception (laughs) oh no Uh,
1: (laughs) dorian you have not climbed the mountain yet you've just got on like the first rocky outcropping so you'd have to get higher on the mountain to get where the rest of the trees are
0: did you roll poorly with your investigate your perception check uh yeah
4: that one I'd, oh, I'd say that's
0: hey boy, boring. oh boy, do you let us know that you feel like somebody's watching you? Because that's the problem. We don't feel that.
4: Yeah, no, I, I don't think I would have, like, spoken aloud. I'd probably yeah. start, like, looking around, but... Well, why are you guys next to me? We're probably all
0: in kind of a small group.
4: Okay. I'd probably be like, hold up, something's not right.
0: Uh... Do you mean that we've walked for, like... Four hours. It's gonna, probably going to be dark before we get back, and we're not supposed to be out after dark. Is that what's well, not right? right?
4: But but I feel like I feel like we're not alone.
3: Dorian starts to whistle. Adele, uh, what do you think? Hmm.
0: Something feel weird to you? Something feel off?
3: Well, it
2: certainly doesn't sound normal. So that it I would have to say yes, probably something doesn't sound too quite right.
0: Hmm. I want to make a survival check, and I'm not very good at these, so I'm not gonna say it's gonna be super. I'm gonna it's gonna go super well, but I've been in the woods before. I've been out in the woods a lot. Do I hear the sounds of birds chirping and insects while I'm out here at the moment? If uh, something seems off to um, Slim, that's kind of what I would try to. I got a uh, sixteen minus one, fifteen. All that you really notice is that.
1: The birds and other animals in the near area have kind of gone quiet.
0: That's not good. Something's not... Something is dangerous around here, I think. I don't... I never really noticed birds stop chirping like that without some kind of reason behind it.
1: And that's when, suddenly, out of the darkness of the cave, you all see the faintest glitter of light... And then something leaps out and tackles Dorian. Oh, dear. <laughs> I assume, Dorian, you immediately stop whistling?
3: I think there is probably a shriek coming from him when he gets tackled. Tell me your
1: armor class.
3: I i didn't say this before, but I would like to say that I used that ability that he was granted when walking I'll... in the forest, I'm assuming.
1: Yep, I'll allow it
3: that he didn't need anymore. Uh, he With it, he has an armor class of 15.
1: Okay, so the first thing it does is this, like, gooey mass leaps out of the creature and what appears to be a tendril slams downward towards Dorian's head. And I think Dorian either just, like, moves his head and it, like, slams into the ground next to him. There's, like, a splatter of black sludge. And then the creature... Opens a like maw of jagged teeth made out of like pure darkness and just sinks it into Dorian's flesh with a 19 to hit.
2: Yeah, that hits!
1: <laughs> and it deals. it deals you seven damage. Everyone roll for initiative. A horrifying creature made of black sludge that sparkles like a clear night sky has tackled Dorian and is currently tearing a piece out of his shoulder.
4: Holy shit!
1: There's the initiative order. Slim, what do you do?
4: I'm. Um, uh, how far away? It's
1: just 15 feet away from you.
4: Oh, I'm gonna shoot it. Well uh, Oh wait, it, do I want to shoot and have is... gunfire in the? Mm.
1: Two things. Well, I guess the one thing that's probably most concerning to you, it is engaged with Dorian. So if you fire you're going to get, I believe, disadvantage because it is in melee with someone. And there's a very slim chance, like if you roll a one, slim chance, huh, that you will shoot Dorian. <sighs> you can still do it. I mean, like, you probably won't shoot Dorian.
4: Probably. No, but with my rolls, disadvantage probably won't uh, <laughs> won't be good. So Also, I'm going to double check that I'm not doing the rules wrong. I guess I'll just uh, run up to it, drawing my short sword as I run over, and just... Uh, get a good ol' slash
1: nice roll that to hit and damage
4: sure. i wouldn't get advantage from Dorian being in melee with it would I uh
1: we yeah i th- I think we could do flanking but we're gonna do uh, slightly modified flanking so you get a plus one okay so it's
4: ten <laughs> okay
1: uh you you like slice into it but your sword just kind of Sinks into its like flabby mass and only gets like a few inches. Uh, this thing is rock solid. Azazel.
4: Oh, wait, damn it. I forgot to do the thing because I just got spellcasting. Mm. Uh, I thought you don't get spellcasting. I would really. like, because a bonus action, uh, I would have done this beforehand. I used to ranger, but Hunter's Mark.
0: I am going to rush forward and I'll draw the captain's saber that I still have but I'm going to hold it out but my main goal as I try as I go to like stab this into it is actually to tackle it off of Dorian you're going to try to tackle
1: it off of dorian
0: yeah so my my hope is that i can stab this uh, you by rushing forward i'm going to stab it into the creature and at the same time be rushed by uh, continue moving without stopping any momentum and try to push it off of dorian with the force I understand. of my
1: make an attack we'll see how you do
0: oh boy uh that's a 10 to hit
1: Again, you you stab into it, and its hide is thick, or its, like, outer layer of gelatinous goo. Uh, your sword just kind of bounces off. Uh, Dorian, this creature is, like, on you, flailing around. It has these tendrils. It's sinking its teeth into your shoulder. It hurts, like, a lot. What do you do?
3: Does he have access? Like, can he still reach into his bag? Because if not, I've got another thing I could do instead.
1: You can still reach into your bag, but it's it's a bit iffy.
3: Okay, so he, uh, being completely tackled, he, uh, I don't think he thinks he can get off of this thing easily. He, especially after seeing his friends, well, his crewmates fail, he puts up his hand and says, This is not what I was expecting when I suggested we take a stroll through the woods, and Splash uh, summons out an Eldritch Blast at it.
1: Okay, you do get disadvantaged because it is attacking you in engagement in melee. Also, slim. I think I was incorrect. There is no, there is no, uh, rules as written
3: attacking into melee. Of course. Second roll screwed me over. Uh, I rolled a total of a ten. No, an eight, I think. It was a three. No, five. It was a five. Ten.
1: Uh, green light shoots out of your hand and just, like, impacts against the creature and it kind of, like, like, ripples and then renews its attack.
3: He, he said, you hear a mutter beneath his breath. I'm going to die, aren't I? Hey, Adele. Alrighty.
1: You got to save these yokels.
3: Fuck.
2: You're the only competent
1: fighter amongst us. Uh, You can get there just using your movement. You're within 30 feet.
2: Hey, perfect. Alright, Then I'm a slash.
1: Cool. So you get a um, plus two to hit because there are two other people also attacking. So you're surrounding it. Yeah. Easy game. That's a 24. Good you hit it. Uh, roll the damage. I got seven. Okay. So you stab your weapon into it and like slice outward and black goo with like little sparkling lights in it sprays out and the creature shrieks and kind of rolls off of Dorian flailing like mini little arms uh, and legs all like splayed out, slapping along the ground to give it balance and it turns at you, Azazel and opens its mouth where a mouth probably should be and shrieks and it tendrils sprout out of its back and flail at you and they're going to try to swipe at you. Uh, So it's gonna make an attack against you, Adele. Uh, Adele, what is your armor class?
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. 18. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Adele doesn't screw around. Uh, it it uh, launches these tendrils at you, and you parry them. Like, you slice through them with your sword, and then it swings at you for a bite, and you just, like, sidestep out of the way, and it flops past you, gnashing its black teeth. Uh, and it's back to slim.
4: Alright. Question. How high are we above, like, the tree line?
1: You're about 20 feet up.
4: Okay. There, There is a
1: 20-foot precipice drop about Twenty feet behind you guys,
4: and uh, as far as I'm aware, how far away are we from like civilization, civilized area? Miles. All right. Cool. I don't feel bad about shooting my gun then. So I am just going to back up a bit now that's focused on Adele, and take a shot at it with my pistol.
1: Cool, cool. Roll the hit. All right. No penalty last time, please.
4: Oh, there we go.
1: Ooh, that's a good shot. Roll the damage.
4: It's, uh... Buh, buh, buh. Six damage. And then I also...
1: Oh, you get a bonus for your hunter's mark. It's a two. So with, with an explosion of goo, with the, the flash of powder and the puff of smoke, the flintlock goes off, and the creature is, like, physically pushed back a little by the impact as part of its body just, like, splatters away, and it shrieks in pain you definitely got a good, solid hit in. Azazel.
0: Alright, then I will just, uh, those, engaged with it, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And so is Dorian, I think. Then I but am going Slim, to... But Slim has moved away, and it did not make an opportunity attack or anything.
0: Then I'm going to move around this thing and try to determine where a weak point might be so that I might get sneak attack. Okay.
1: You're definitely eligible, and you will get a plus two if you attack it because two people are flanking it.
0: Okay. Uh, the, the, the problem is, is I've never seen a creature like this, and I don't know if I would be able to distinguish what its weak point is just by looking at it. Yeah, You're not sure if it has weak points. Should I roll an investigation? I'd say so, yes. That's a 16 plus... Where's my character sheet here? Uh, investigation, 0. That's a 16th. Your grandpa
1: told you old, old stories about fighting strange and exotic monsters in the wilderness. And one of the monsters he mentioned was the Gelatinous Cube. A slime creature that was made of completely amorphous gel. And the only way to defeat it was to slice it open so that its outer membrane was broken and the goo inside spilled forth. So maybe a good slash, maybe a deep cut, would uh, split this creature's integrity and cause it to leak out.
0: Okay, is that my turn? Uh, no, you can still attack. Oh, cool.
1: That's just You're just, like, gauging, you're biding your time, you're waiting to make a strike, you're looking at it, and now you can swing in.
0: That's a 21 to hit?
1: Uh, that easily hits, uh, and you get your sneak attack, because people are adjacent to it.
0: What is the... What is the captain's uh, sword? It's a scimitar, right?
1: Uh, you took... Yeah, you took uh, the beast's cutlass, right? It, it is a scimitar, then.
0: Okay. Well, a scimitar's damage is a d6? It's
1: one d6. It's basically a short sword. It's just slashing damage.
0: Oh, boy. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> and do I get sneak attack on this? Yes.
1: It's a finesse weapon. Someone's adjacent to it. Okay. You analyzed a weak point, kind of.
0: Okay, so that's... 10 damage. Uh, so I roll the 1, a 6, and then I add 3 if it's a finesse weapon. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, so you you stab in and slice outward, and a bunch of black goo with sparkling bits of light in it sprays out, and it shrieks again, and um, looks, looks like it's ready to back off. Dorian?
3: Yeah. Dorian um, stands up, and Takes out his crossbow, lock, loads up a bolt into it, aims it at the creature, and I think he's going to shoot.
1: Okay, I think you're still in engagement. It's still right next to you.
3: He doesn't want to take a step away because this thing is going to try to attack him otherwise.
1: This There's is a good just shoot. off the cuff. Okay, roll that to hit with disadvantage. But uh, also, or no, you don't get flanking if it's uh, a shot.
3: First one was an at twenty. Second one, of course, is a three plus. Uh, okay, so three plus two plus two four is a seven.
1: <laughs> it's a miss. Your uh, your crossbow bolt kind of bounces off.
3: Yeah, I think like with his uh, with his uh, hurt shoulder, he isn't able to aim it as well as he normally would, and so it just does not pierce. Yeah.
1: Like blood is spreading over your clothes and streaming down your arm it's rough okay uh, Adele
2: Hold on. oh how bad are everyone around me looking
1: Dorian's looking pretty hurt but he's the only one who's been hit right now uh, the... is everyone
2: how far away is everyone to me I guess
1: they're all very close except for Slim who's backed away like 10 feet
2: but are they all we'd say about within 5 feet
1: yeah, five or ten. They're all clustered around this creature, attacking it with you.
2: Okay, I just wanted to know, make sure. All right. Um. So then I'm gonna go at the, the, the big gooey scary man, guy, monster with, my long sword again.
1: Roll that attack.
2: But but like it's super majestic. I love I love it when Adele fights because he just looks like, it's nothing.
1: Yeah, he he. Like a ballet, he, uh, twirls his sword and goes for the slice. (gasps) Oh, no! Oh, it's a miss. Uh, you do get a plus two because a bunch of people are flanking with you, but it's still a miss.
2: That just makes the previous thing sound even funnier. I believe you have Action Surge now that you're level two? I do, but I can only ever use it once.
1: Once a day. That's fair. If you don't don't feel like using it, that's fine. I'm just, reminder, you can go to town if you wish.
2: You know what? Why the fuck not? It's a new... You mean he's excited about his new thing. He's going to attack one more time.
1: Okay, so you feel a flood of energy move through you. You feel the warmth of that strange sun, and you're like, let's go, and suddenly you're way faster.
0: 17, good job.
1: That's a hit. Nine damage. Okay, yeah, you, you slice a chunk off, and it howls and shrieks. Then it is its turn. It takes the disengage action and starts to scurry away. It has a movement speed of 30 feet and a climbing speed of 30 feet, so it scurries about 10 feet to the rock wall, the the one above the cave, so not the one with the precipice, and it starts to climb up away from you guys up the mountain.
3: Do I get attack now opportunity?
1: It took the disengage.
3: Shit, never mind. I missed that part. Um,
1: so it's it's about 25 feet away from you guys, uh, and 20 feet up this wall. So, no, it's 10 feet away and 20 feet up this uh, rock wall as it, like, is trying to scurry away. It's grown a bunch of different, like, spindly limbs out of its exterior and is using them to spider climb up the wall. Slim, what do you do?
4: Oh, no you don't. I'm gonna take another shot at it.
1: Roll that to hit.
4: Yeah. let <laughs> <Make it> do roll. <laughs> Eh, god damn that one. You want to tell us what you rolled? The- God damn that one.
1: (laughs) The powder fouls, and with a flash and a whoosh, uh, the flintlock seems to burst into flames in your hand. There's like a poof, and like some smoke comes out the barrel, and you feel like it buck in your hands, but there's just like fire and smoke and no bullet. And- you see that your weapon has jammed.
4: i take it's bonus action to- or is it full action to unjam?
1: I think so. I can double check the rules I laid out, um, but yeah, for- for this one, definitely for like a-, a flintlock, I'm gonna say it takes a full action to- to get this thing fixed up.
4: Alright. Uh, I'll use my bonus action to pat it out then.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you like, brush off the
4: flames as I'm just, like, cursing to myself, oh, shit, fuck, damn it. Azazel. It's
0: my turn. How far up did you say this thing is again?
1: It's scurried 10 feet away and then 20 feet up the wall, so it's maybe 25 feet away from you. It went fast. It's got a 30-foot movement speed, but it can climb on any surface.
0: I'm going to see the weapon that I have, and then I'm going to go over to Dorian, and... Roll a medicine check to see if he's all right. Okay. That's a 13.
1: Roll, a, roll medicine. You got a 13? Yes, I did. It isn't looking good. He's bleeding pretty profusely, and some muscle and tendon has definitely been ripped out. His shoulder probably isn't going to function very well right now. It It is his, I imagine it is his left shoulder. It probably is going to start hurting like hell once he's off the adrenaline rush. But uh, for now, it's just getting a bunch of blood everywhere, and he probably can't move it very well. You should sit down. Dorian, it's your turn. Do you sit down?
3: Nope. Dorian's going to take a shot at the creature.
1: <laughs> All right. It is It isn't disadvantaged this time. Uh, are you using Eldritch Blast or a hand crossbow?
3: Um, oh. I think in this case... Seeing as the shoulder was bugging him, he is going to extend out his hand in an attempt to use the Eldritch Blast. Zap, zap. How's an 18 plus 5?
1: Easy hit. Roll damage.
3: 1d10. Hold on. There it is. Rolled an 8. Uh. Yeah, rolled an 8.
1: Yeah, so with an 8 damage, you shoot it. The Eldritch Blast, like, lances through its back, and you see this beam of light, like, swirling... Gold filaments through it, arc out, slam into this creature, travel through it, and hit the rock wall that it's climbing on. And then, with a burst of goo, uh, the like an in, something inside the creature seems to burst, and it howls as like its back explodes outward in black goo, and it collapses, falling twenty feet with a splat to land on the stone ground in front of you guys.
3: Dorian clenches his fist as kind of like a bit of a victory to himself.
1: Your shoulder begins to throb. Combat
0: is over. Seriously, Dorian, you need to sit down. Is this really a safe location to do that? Okay, but like, you're going to bleed out if you don't.
3: He sits down cross-legged.
4: How how bad does he look?
0: Uh, it's not great, um... This shoulder might be a a tough one to use for the next couple of days uh, if you don't get some rest. Um,
4: let me let me take a look at it.
0: Do you? Does anyone have any bandages?
4: I Just got something like hand. that. Uh, and Slim's going to bend down uh, and touch the wound. Do you take off your
1: glove? Yeah. So. All of you definitely notice that, as if it wasn't totally clear before, but when Slim takes off his glove, his hand, though you can see a human skeleton floating in it, looks just like the creature you just killed. And he reaches out and just bare hand touches the wound. Do you want me to describe this, Elliot, or should you?
4: Uh, I think you had something in mind.
1: I do have something in mind. He puts his hand on your shoulder, and the goo starts to spread along Dorian's shoulder over where the wound is, kind of oozing out to cover the whole, all all the bite marks, and down his shoulder blade a little um, and forward, kind of along his neck. It oozes out, and as it spreads out over the wound, it turns red whether from soaking up blood or something else you're not sure. Azazel, you recognize that this goo is now looking like the red goo that you found in a vial in the cabinet of curiosities. And as this goo spreads out across Dorian's shoulder, uh it kind of disconnects from Slim's hand. And Slim, you definitely feel like you're missing something, like you feel you feel a few ounces lighter. And this red goo hardens into a shell.
0: You know, let's find it kind of funny that we can uh, measure slim by ounces of uh, well, not ounces specifically, but like by physical by uh, volume by volume of a liquid.
4: I mean to be fair, you can measure a human by volume. You just have to grind him <laughs> <them> up first.
1: <laughs> uh, so slim, make Dude, your roll.
0: That's fucking
3: gross. Excuse me, what is this?
0: It's the grossest description for cure wounds I've ever heard, but (laughs) it's what I figured it was.
3: Yeah,
4: meanwhile, Dorian. Plus, spellcasting modifier. Wait,
0: cure wounds has a range. Does that mean that Slum could shoot his goo out almost eighty feet? No, cure wounds is
4: touch. That's healing word.
0: Oh, healing word. Okay, cure wounds. Oh yeah, this touches. Fuck.
4: Oof. Okay.
1: Uh, Dorian, you feel it solidify around your shoulder. And immediately movement starts to return. Unfortunately, it it does take away the pain, but it does so by numbing your shoulder. So you lose feeling. And you can still move, but you can definitely feel something's wrong. It hasn't healed all the way. And this this like red casing is sticking is on your shoulder. It's staying there.
2: Yeah.
3: Please tell me this isn't permanent.
4: Uh I don't think it is
3: lovely that's, what did you just so fucking sure of yourself? do that's so gross i mean
4: is anything really permanent
3: Touché. he he stands up pats his his pants and casts quick prestidigitation on his shirt so the blood is out and he looks the others he's like well i think it's time we continue shouldn't we head home after that well home head back
4: what
1: time is it it is m- m- mid afternoon, and you guys have been walking for like two and a half hours.
0: Oh, we still got plenty of daylight then.
3: Yeah. yeah. Azazel, calm down. We still have plenty of daylight, and I'm not that badly injured thanks to old Slim here.
4: Yeah, let's not make a habit of it though, right? Let's not ever do that to me.
0: She, Slim,
3: I think that the. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Do you think there's more in the mountain? Probably
0: more threats.
4: Well, if there are, we know that we can kill him. But I wouldn't want to face more than one of these at a time. He says as he's working on unjamming his gun.
3: Well, in the meantime, I did notice a particularly tall tree in that direction. He points over to where he saw it. Maybe we head over there first, get that. I'll test it out, see if it works. And, well, if it fails, we know... What tree to go after next?
4: Alright, sounds like a good idea. Slim, mm-hmm.
1: the body of this creature is lying there, and looking at it makes you feel kind of uncomfortable, because it it's a little like looking in a mirror. I mean, not entirely, but still, it's there. And the thought does cross your mind that your friend the Rambler would probably really love a sample.
4: Yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, I'm going to go over there and just kind of like kick it over back on so it's a more right side up. Just trying to get a good look at it.
1: It appears to have a like more solid like outer membrane and then the inside is just completely gelatinous. So a lot of it is leaking out, like it's spilling outward like a ruptured balloon. But it's still somewhat holding its form. Its form is a ovular kind of like pillbug-like creature with a ton of spindly arms and legs sticking out the sides, kind of mismatched and single-jointed, ending in little hands. And it's Like human hands? Yes, like human hands. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, oh boy and where its head in quotation marks is is like this big maw full of sharp teeth made of this same material this like black sparkling like onyx or obsidian
4: all right i think i would just like empty whatever wire flask i have and then just uh kind of stick it inside to get some of that nice fresh goo
1: Ooh yeah okay yeah you you have like a water flask or a water skin or a canteen we'll we'll say a canteen because that feels that feels pretty like wild west uh warden uh gear and you like plunge your hand in and the like really slow sluggish bubbles come up as it starts to fill the canteen this stuff is like it's the consistency glasses. of asses yeah, may, maybe a little less thick than molasses, or a little less slow than molasses, uh, but still very viscous. Uh, so, Slim, gain a canteen of star spawn. Oh boy. Unfortunately, it cannot be used to replenish your reserves.
4: I wasn't gonna fucking stick this thing in me. <laughs> this is gross.
1: Okay.
4: I, I may be a man who is but a skeleton inside of. Gelatinous stuff, but even I have
3: standards.
1: Amen. So, what's the party's spirits after such an encounter? Dorian seems like he's ready to just shrug it off and move on.
3: He he seems a little bit a little bit peeved, but he needs to move forward.
0: Zazel's not thrilled with the idea of continuing, but he also doesn't want to go back alone. So,
2: Adele is really happy that at least it's like over with the fight.
4: Uh, Slim is more. Concern making sure his uh, gun's working, but after that, it's, uh, he he just wants to make sure everyone is able to get back alive.
0: Another way we could have phrased what Joe just asked us is vibe check.
1: The party continues, still looking for a tree? Looking for a tall tree.
3: There is that tall tree that you mentioned in the distance that was a little bit closer towards where we came from.
1: Yes, you did spot, you did spot one. So, um, it doesn't take you long to go find it. Once you have found it, what do you do?
3: It's a tall tree. So keep note, as soon as they enter the forest, Dorian's going to continue his low whistling. Um, but upon seeing the tree, he's going to stop and look up.
1: It's a tall tree. It is a tall tree.
3: Right? Well, he rolls up his sleeves despite the stiffness and then hands the crossbow over to the nearest person. I'm assuming Slim is preoccupied, so either Adele or Azazel. And he says, so, time to climb this.
0: Wait, it's a tall tree. Oh, wait, wait do you want... Can you climb
3: trees? I've done it a couple of times. If I felt well enough to.
0: Uh, i to glance at Dorian's stick man figure. I have trouble believing you can even lift yourself. Okay, let's, uh...
3: He sticks his tongue out at him.
0: I, I, I'm i just joking. I'm sorry. I still give him a big skeptical look. I'm not joking whatsoever. Okay,
3: you... so. Yeah, as he, can... I think like as he's about to climb, he says to Azazel, you need to quit doubting me. Okay, make that check because I want this to fail really bad.
0: <laughs> make an athletics check.
3: An athletics, not Dex.
0: You're pulling yourself You're up. You gotta lift through. your own oh
3: weight. Oh boy! <laughs> Here we go! Natural
0: 20! No fucking way! Do <laughs> oh. you want to take a picture of this? <laughs> I might
4: see where all my luck is going.
0: It's, it's going ni- to it, land in me. I,
3: it's a 19. Just roll of physical dice. dice but...
0: Granted, I've rolled pretty shit this session so far.
3: I'm bringing the camera out. I will take a picture of this. That's proof.
0: I'm going to. I'm
3: going to. 20. Uh,
0: I'm going to follow him up. And I really. Now I kind of want me to fail. Because uh, the irony would be too pure. No, I got a 16. 16 plus 5. I think is my athletics. No, 6. 16 plus 6.
3: You are holding my crossbow unless you give it to a dog. I'll just
0: set it against the tree.
3: Don't fuck that. Somebody needs to hold it. It's a baby.
0: I'm just setting it against the tree. Asshole. This is this is just a wooden device. It doesn't
1: need to be held. You both clamber up the tree. Uh, Dorian gets up first, pretty easily. He's it looks like he's scampered up many trees in his childhood. And what do you do once you get to the top?
3: Dorian is going to take the tallest the the branch from the tall the the tree, like tallest branch, and break it off, and put it in his pack. What
0: are you, what are you doing? It snaps easily.
3: I am getting some items for preparation.
0: Wait, is this the only reason we came out here? Was to get the biggest branch from the tallest tree.
3: I did tell you right off the bat I needed to get something.
0: And how are you going to carry that? How are you going to get out of the tree if you're carrying that huge ass thing?
3: How big is the branch? Usually branches at the very top of a tree aren't that big.
0: I I don't
1: imagine it's that big. I think it's like dowel and... I think
0: it's a dowel rod length, like two and a half feet. I was picturing something way bigger, but I realized that we were at the top of the tree.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He 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 I think he could probably fit it in his bag. It might be sticking out, but it's there. He, he says like this and perhaps the, the side pouch attached to his belt. And he is going to take a moment to take in the scenery around him. What does the forest look like from this vantage point?
1: From up here, it looks almost untouched. You can see the mountain nearby, kind of looming over everything. It's it's only a mountain in the vaguest sense. It's very It's really a very rocky, tall hill. You can also see a much, much smaller, gentler sloping hill back where the town of Port Royal is, and the port the town of port royal the hill next to it is where the governor's manor is and the town itself is clearly visible along with all the tall ships uh with their sails out and you can also see from here some plantations along the coastlines uh like really fancy looking estates and places where a bunch of irrigation ditches are ditches are dug and um Rivers are harnessed to plant huge amounts of crops in large cleared areas along the coast.
0: That's pretty much it. Uh, as he gazes out over the uh, scenery, I climb back down from the tree and I turn to slam as soon as I get down. I'm like With all the weird sh- magic shit that he does, I only followed up because I thought something more interesting would happen.
4: Yeah, fair all, enough.
0: All he did was grab a branch. So nothing actually happened.
4: Uh... I guess he just likes collecting twigs.
0: Mm, I suppose. Okay, y'all head back to the safe house?
3: Yes, I think so. Reach. I got what I need for here, at least.
1: Twig and star spawn juice in hand. What does everyone do back at the safe house?
4: is there more um, uh, like a glass like vials or anything that Rambler left with slim that he could transfer the stuff into I'm gonna say no for now all right he'll just keep it in the canteen then
1: he didn't leave any of his science equipment in quotation marks with slim I don't think Max could probably correct us but uh yeah for now for now you just got a canteen full of canteen full of star spawn
0: We'll just prepare food. The food that was left for us this time, I suppose. I won't. I don't need to go scavenging or hunting. Want to eat I, some star spawn? But I will set up a couple of traps uh, for later days. Now, I don't want to eat star spawn. So, uh, Dorian, what you what you doing?
3: First off, I think he is going to attempt to gather up some spider webs that might be within this old abandoned shack. Uh
1: yeah, it's not too hard to find some spider webs. They're like in the in the dark corners and things of the um, of the building.
3: Okay, he is going to I guess use his Three. his pen to to gather up um the spider webs and putting it next to his supplies before Searching the house for any sort of bowl he might have needed. Oh, wait, shit. Hold on, let me double check on something.
1: You can clear out some of the food from like a bowl of squash soup that uh, that Delilah set out for you guys and use that.
3: Okay. He is then going to take the bowl and he is going to seek out Little Wolf. Little
1: Wolf's here. He's just been chilling at home the whole time alone.
3: Uh, Is he sitting down somewhere or...
1: Uh yeah, he's just like sitting on a wicker piece of furniture in the main room.
3: Dorian kneels down in front of him with the bowl in his hand and he murmurs underneath his breath, Do you mind doing me a favor?
1: He frowns and like curls up a bit away from you and pulls his knees to his chest and says, What do you want?
3: I need to cry into this. What the fuck?
5: I was gonna say- <laughs>
3: i was going to say like how much of this campaign has just been Dorian
2: asking people to do weird things. <laughs> Welcome to the Warlock in
3: in Joe's campaign.
1: Fucking blank stare. He just blinks once, twice and says, "What is that thing on your shoulder?"
3: Oh, I forgot that was there. He he tilts his head over towards Slim and says, "Band-aid that Slim put on me." Now, can you please cry into this bowl? All
4: right. Uh. Okay. Now, why do you need a, the child's tears? Is the question I have. Uh, and I don't think he's in. I think he's gone through enough as of late. Why, why are you doing this?
3: He looks over towards Slim and says, you could probably guess why.
4: Is this more magic shit? Possibly. Little what? wolf is slowly. I think I'd be, I'd be even more concerned if it wasn't for magic shit.
3: Well, then it is. Unfortunately, I am much too old for this, and thus, Little Wolf here needs to help me.
1: Much too old? What? what?
3: He shakes the bowl a bit and says, Now, would you help? Uh, I. Uh, I. Uh.
4: He looks over at Rambler like.
3: Help? Do you mean Slim?
4: Slim. Sorry, Slim. Look, you're not just gonna get the kid to cry in command. That would be kind of fucking cruel. Um, I don't know if you wanted the kid's tears and he was alright with it. Maybe we could, like, cook something with onions and he could be the one cutting them. I don't fucking know. But that's just fucking weird. Going up to a kid and being like, hey, cry into this bowl for me.
1: Why do you need
4: my tears? Yeah, no, I wh- for what incantation or other such witchcraft do you need a child's tears for? Because that doesn't sound to, good to me. Uh, I have hey, to
3: ask Joe question real quick.
4: <laughs> I I'm I was about okay.
1: Ask me your question. I was about to offer you a devil's bargain, but uh, what? Yeah, what's the question?
3: There's my question. I messaged it to you. <laughs> Like, well
0: they're messaging back and forth, this is a good time for Zazel to come in. I will into the room, and I've got, like, a squirrel carcass in my hands. And I'll just say something. Like, Wait, squirrels? Do squirrels live in jungles? I don't think so. Probably not.
4: What well, kind of small... you find some sort of, like, opossum or some sort of rodent.
0: Some kind of small animal. Yeah. Some Some kind of small animal in my hands, uh, in my, in my hand, and I'll just be like, uh, my traps all fell apart. I rolled a five on a survival check, everybody. My Oof. my traps all fell apart, and none of them had anything in them. Uh, but I was able to kill this squirrel. Uh, or whatever this thing is, and I shake it.
4: So, there's something. Fantastic. Uh... What's going on? Alright, cause... That, that again food's granola. all i'm i'm gonna leave this situation to you because it's I, uh dorian's being fucking weird
0: i'm gonna put a pause on my response to that and tell dorian uh what's going on i look at between uh my brother and dorian and there seems to be some obvious
4: tension so dorian just fucking came in here and asked for uh some of little Wolf's tears
3: i should have been more subtle about this have shouldn't i have
4: there would have been better ways to go about it,
3: yes.
4: <laughs> I'm going to move
0: over. <laughs> That's a great thing to say right there. <laughs> I'm going to move over. Great. I'm going to move over between Dorian and Little Wolf and just put myself between them. L- little Wolf
1: honestly is a little bit looking like he's on the edge of tears, because he's pretty freaked out.
0: Uh, Dorian, do you wanna do you want to leave him alone?
3: I mean, it's a simple request, but... Sample does not make
4: it socially acceptable.
3: He kind of looks with a blank stare at Slum. It's either that or I go into the village.
4: What? Wait. A- again, why the fuck do you need a child's tear?
0: Why where would you get it in the village?
3: <laughs> From a child. <laughs> well that was understood. This is this For is what child?
0: Getting, getting more and more concerning. Do you realize that? Dorian.
1: You look back at Little Wolf and suddenly we see from Little Wolf's perspective briefly a a visual hallucination of a giant flower petal opening, right? Or flower entirely opening behind, like, silhouetting Dorian and a hundred yellow eyes opening within that flower. And no one else sees this, only Little Wolf. And Little Wolf suddenly, like, flinches back and screams very loudly, like, scrambles backward, presses against the wall, and then bursts into tears.
0: Okay, Is he all right? what did you do? I didn't do anything.
1: He sobs and, like, clutches his azel and, and screams, I knew I knew it!
4: There's something wrong with him! Well, that much was obvious, but...
3: I take offense to what this? What the
1: fuck? Hey, Dorian, those tears are falling on the ground, man. Time's a-wasting.
3: <laughs> um... One, I don't understand exactly what is ex- happening, but two, he kind of awkwardly lifts up the bowl. <laughs> this would be to do, do me a great service, and I swear I'll make it up to you. I don't know exactly what happened, but your I brother seems to be upset about something.
1: L- Little Wolf gasps between, like, choking sobs. He's not
0: human! I don't move bet- from between them.
1: I-, I am imagining Dorian can, like scoot his hand around and get the bowl into a point where
3: it will i don't think dorian exactly will do that when he screams that fair dorian kind of pauses with the the subtle shaking of the bowl and says i what um that makes no sense does he have fits no he was exceptionally upset after well we fled the building of course he fucking was I know, I thought so too, but now he's screaming for no reason.
1: Little Wolf says, he has too
0: many eyes.
3: I have two right here.
1: He hides his face from you.
3: I think we can all
0: calm down. And Doran, you could probably stand to go back to your room alone for a while. Think about the weird shit you're doing right now. And maybe approach further situations with some tact. But that's kind of not a request. I need you to walk away.
3: Fine. Fine. He sets the bowl on, like, a table or something. Um, I don't know exactly what is going on. I don't exactly... What? Fine. You get your little brother under control. Maybe get him some sleep, because it's clear that he is seeing things. And I guess I will be going... He turns and heads towards the room that he has chosen, and the door slams behind him.
1: Uh, with shaking breaths, still kind of shuddering and, and sobbing a little, and clutching at you, Azazel, little wolf says, hey, "It's not. It's not human. There, there's something. On what did you see. There's something behind him. It's controlling him." It's some, it, it's some creature with, with yellow eyes
0: hmm.
1: and flat, and it, there, and there's a flower.
0: Well, let's eat and we'll talk about it and see what we, what we think.
1: I, I think I lost my appetite.
0: That's fine, but you will need to eat something. He sniffles
1: and wipes his nose. Azazel, your, like, shoulder, the shoulder of your, um, shirt, and his sleeve are soaked with tears, and he takes, like, a kind of shaky breath and says, I knew, I knew there was something up with Dorian, his magic isn't, it's, it's different, it's weird, it's, it's something else, it's something
0: else is doing it, it's not even him. I didn't see anything like that when he demonstrated before, but... I'll keep an eye on him.
1: He nods and says, Okay. (sighs) Okay. Y'all eat dinner. Dorian probably does not eat dinner with you guys. Little Wolf is... His level of spookedness decreases dramatically over the rest of the day. And then he sleeps peacefully that night. But... He definitely doesn't want to like be near Dorian, and finally, y'all wake so, up the next morning, and uh, little Wolf seems okay again. Well,
0: okay, so quick thing. Uh, once little Wolf, I, once I kind of get him in the bed, I'm gonna go back out to where uh, Dorian had put the bowl down, and I'm gonna try to wring out some of the tears from my shoulder from the the shirt into the bowl he had.
1: I was I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, it yeah, it's not hard. Little Wolf, he was bawling. He was real spooked. Um, and it, it, he got a lot of it on you, and you just kind of wring it out, and you fill like the bottom part of the bowl. There's a, a decent amount in there, like a
0: few ounces. And then I'll go knock on Dorian's door. It's evening, Joe. Or after. Okay. It, yeah, it's evening. And then I'll okay, knock so there's on... still
3: sunlight outside, right?
0: It's setting. Okay. Unlock on Dorian's door. No response. I'll uh, open the door if it's unlocked.
3: It is. And Dorian is not in there. The window is slightly open.
0: Okay. Fuck it. I set the ball down. Uh, I will go into Dorian's bag if it's there.
3: Is it? Um, probably is my guess. I don't, I don't think what he's loose. currently doing requires him to have it.
0: And I'll take a loose sheet of parchment and walk out of the room.
3: Hey, Joe, does he see anything in there?
0: What What are you rooting through? I'm just going into his bag, grabbing a piece of parchment and walking away and walking out.
1: Y- wait, is is that in your bag, Leanne? Yes. Okay, you see some books in there, and one kind of stands out, this like faded yellow. There's no title on it, but it you just like, you're struck by this one book that has like this worn old yellow cover.
0: That's the same kind of thing that uh was just described to me. Um I'll grab the book too. Fuck it. You're just you're just snatching that book. So, what I be, I'm going to grab the book. Here's the, I grab the parchment cuz I'm going to take some more dragon's breath, roll up uh, a joint, go out into the porch of the house and smoke it and then read the book while I do. Hmm. I see.
1: So, you you do so. Uh, you open up the book.
0: Because, uh, if I remember correctly, um, Lil Wolf had told me that there was a faded yellow color to the eyes. So, this would pique my interest immediately.
1: It is a simple leather-bound volume stained or dyed yellow with no obvious title, writing, or illustration on the cover. When you open to the first old weathered brown page, there is a sign... A little sigil seemingly painted in yellow ink. When you open up past that, you see the title. Hold on. The title page reads, and you can read it, it says, The King in Yellow, A Play in Five Acts.
0: Oh, I will uh, offer to Adele and Slim if they want to join me on the porch, but I just wanted to make that clear. Even though I'm going to be kind of reading through this book, I want to make that offer available to them
1: the first page after the title page is says act one the court and there's a list of characters titled the players which reads as follows act one king just and wise rules over his kingdom with a strong hand loyal to his subjects while also enjoying the finer things in life then there is a like line break and then queen rules alongside the king, fond of dancing and revelry, stern and confident in her rule. Dancer, naive and innocent entertainer of the royal court, yearns to be part of something greater. Messenger, bearer of tidings good and bad, absolutely loyal to the king and queen, relaying messages hundreds of miles across fields of bone and ash in service to their kingdom. And then, last but not least, Watcher, carefully observes the proceedings of court. When you open to the first page itself, you see a quote in what appears to be Achetian.
2: Hey!
0: I can't quite read that. Uh, Did Adele join me on the porch, or? I think you all recognize. recognized. You did join me on the porch, okay. Uh, Adele, what does this say?
2: It is... is Weirdly enough, it's the same thing that Dorian handed to me when he asked me to, to, to translate something. It's let's not mock their it's like what I said before let us not mock their crazy their crazy uh, lasts longer than our own uh, and that makes all the difference that
0: sounds like nonsense
2: it is nonsense I'm not quite sure Oh, well, okay But it is a little harder to explain I say crazy but folly can have um, a beautiful aspect to it a crazy and beautiful aspect to it. Oh,
0: weird.
1: I have the English translation I found in my limited research, uh, which is, of course, not the be-all, end-all, but it's very slightly different. It is this.
0: Do not mock the fools. Their madness lasts longer than ours. That's the difference.
2: I would so. say it's more in that, and that makes all the difference. because it.
0: And that makes all the difference.
2: It just sounds prettier, too.
0: It is it
1: is just as you open to this page and read that line that Dorian comes out returning from just in the woods. Dorian, they have your yellow book.
3: I think he pauses in his track as he is clutching something in his left hand, he just stares at them.
0: Does anyone react? I don't think I, I mean, Azazel's like high and reading, so I don't think he's noticed a Dorian yet.
3: What do you have in your hand?
0: Oh, Cecil, or Dorian. That's me. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're
0: very high.
2: Wait, say that it again.
0: It's your book. Uh, I put, I put, uh, fuck, what did I do? I, I put your bowl in your room with the tears in it. I grabbed some parchment, and I noticed this book.
3: So you went through my things without my permission?
0: Yes. No, there's a good reason. Hold on. I can't remember it. Tell
3: me what the good reason is for breaching my trust and going through my things and taking my things.
0: What's your... Fuck, dude. I'm too high for this. Uh, What's your good reason for upsetting my brother
3: i asked a question to your brother you took that without without asking me you went through my things without asking me he is going to start walking very very quickly over to go and grab the um the book from your hands
0: oh wait this book is the same color as the eyes that my brother described.
3: I That's... don't. I do not care what color you think your brother is describing. I care that you went through my things without my permission I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and is taking my things.
0: I'm gonna roll a quick perception check real quick. Um, I'm going to do it at disadvantage, though.
3: Perception or insight?
0: Perception. I'm going to do it at disadvantage, it though. To spot the flower on his cloak? Yes, it is.
1: I rolled an 11. I think you see it. It's pretty clearly right there.
0: Hey, your flower. It's the same color, too. It's a flower. Now give me my book. You've had that since we've been on the ship.
3: You've heard of decor. Now give me my book. Dorian,
0: what's going on?
3: Well, maybe I would have told you if you hadn't breached my trust. Now give me my book.
0: I'm not. Just take it.
3: He is going to grab it out of your hand, smack the the butt of the dragon's breath in the movement as well, and he is going to get the fuck out of that area and into his his private chambers.
1: Bat the joint out of his mouth. And
3: was it in my- his mouth or in his hand?
0: Probably in his hand.
1: Dorian, you snatch up the book, and as you're closing it from the page he was on, you notice something just for a split second as you're closing the book very faint lettering is in between the lines of text on the page with the list of characters
3: he is going to go to his room close it and i think he's gonna if there's a chair or something he's going to lock it through there close the door the the window and he is going to what's the what's the furnishments in the room
1: uh, it's pretty simple. There's, like, a bed, a desk, and a chair.
3: He is going to grab the pillow and chuck it as hard as he can against the wall and kick the 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 frame of the bed as hard as he can.
1: Uh, yeah, just in, in a rage. There's, like, a, a solid whack. And as you do so, you notice on the floor next to the bed frame is a bowl just filled up a little bit of the ways with water
3: okay he he just manages to prevent himself from kicking that over as well picks it up puts it on the desk and sits down heavily on the bed uh taking instead of he's going to take a quick glance at the book to see what is in between the lines. Before, I think he grabs a different book that he has on his person instead, specifically the one that is hooked up to his belt to read, to calm down.
1: So, Leanne, you're on the uh, the document just as well as I, where the... Uh,
3: yes, where I am. The, I'll, in fact, switch to editing.
1: So if you all you need to do is highlight the section I'm highlighting now just the list of characters you might see my highlight can you
3: see the there is t- secret right there
1: you, can you holy see the shit. text in white in between the lines
3: i'm scrolling back down to see it i switched back to viewing mode so i could talk talk and see it as wait
0: well. you even had secret text in the google docs joe that's fucking next level
3: holy shit so i can read all of it now
1: <laughs> yes would you like to read it aloud for the audience
3: That's fucking
1: next level, dude. Also, uh, we as players know this. um, And I guess the camera would register it, too. Uh, These white texts, this white text, which is written in a sort of invisible ink. You have to, like, hold it up to the light just right to see it on the page. This is written in Sylvan. Dorian can read it. To him, it just looks like normal, normal writing. But to anyone else who would attempt to read this, it would be gibberish.
3: King. Those in power often fail to see the truth until it is too late. Queen, confidence means nothing when faced with harsh reality. Dancer, even those most eager to serve may not know the extent to which they are being controlled. Messenger, sometimes the smallest keystone holds the greatest weight. And Watcher, one must closely monitor their subjects lest they fall out of line.
1: There it is. That's what you read.
3: I think Dorian slams the book shut puts it into his bag. And like I said, unlatches the book that is ornately detailed from his belt and opens that to read as he is tapping his thumb against the pages in irritation.
1: Dorian, you're sitting reading the book that he keeps on his belt. It's comforting. It's a very familiar read. And we kind of have a over the shoulder shot and we can see illustrations on the pages like a children's book and then you hear a tap 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 on your window
3: he looks up
1: it's your reflection tapping on the window glass
0: when dorian walks off i will turn to adele and be like i think i messed up
2: yeah, I think perhaps you should go apologize. Now might not be a good time.
0: Mostly because I don't know if I'd be able to find his room right now.
2: <laughs>
4: don't do drugs, kid. Stay, stay in school.
2: <laughs> then we shall wait. But then eventually you should go and apologize. Yeah.
0: Honestly, though, I want to hear an apology for the shit he did to my brother first. And not to me. Um. To to him,
2: I would say, priority apology, second priority, not being a dick, and then third priority your brother. Hmm. Because if you talk about your brother, you're going to appear as a dick.
0: Uh, okay, you know you know. Uh, how old are you?
2: Um, you know better than me. You're you? you're an
0: old man. I got it.
2: I've. You know, I'm very strong. I could kick you into that wall if I wanted to. Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah, please don't. I'm sorry. How, wait, how old are you?
2: He goes, for you, 25.
0: 25? But you're half-elf. You'll be immortal. Nope. Uh, ancient. 200 years? I think that's what my grandpa said.
2: Well, fun fact about half elves: we aged normally like regular humans until we hit about, don't you know, twenty, twenty-five. Okay, and then what? Oh, and then we look beautiful for a very long time. Isn't that a bitch? I don't know. I think I look better than you.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to remind you again that I can kick you into that wall. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even like take that much effort I would literally only have to just touch you and all of a sudden you are just this big jam spread on the side of the wall and people will be like oh no where is this and I said oh no he just said something stupid like he always does (laughs) I couldn't stop myself
0: (laughs) I'm sorry I'm sorry I was I was just saying I I'm at least I'm at least like on par with you, right? Like, I'm pretty.
2: You know what? If it makes you feel better, <laughs> I will say that I could at least stand next next to you in a bar and not feel completely embarrassed. So, there we go. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed. Think about your apology though while well, you do probably the, for the best
0: I stumbled to my feet <laughs> it's written down I stumbled to my feet and go and and uh, struggled to get to my room
4: also I, I just wanted okay. to say that uh, uh, while this was happening uh, Slim was just out on a hammock watching everything yeah. <laughs> Adele okay.
2: notices this kind of like turns over to Slim and kind of just shouts does this turn you on or are you going to come in
4: what, or I was fucking taking a nap. What, what was that?
2: Liar.
1: As the sun's kind of setting, painting the sky and the sky ocean in... Amber and pink and gold, we see the Rambler cut his way into a clearing with a small, featureless shack just sitting in the center.
5: Well, looks like the place. And he's just gonna go head over to the front door and give it a knock. he has the wheeler or he has the wheeler in his belt pocket and he's got the carbine on his back and his hand is uh, his hand is hovering near the wheeler but he knows better than to like have it ready
1: a voice from inside deep and rumbling says doors open
5: once he hears the voice he immediately drops his right hand no pretense of going for the gun and he opens the door and walks on it and says well But ain't the Chosen One, the man who's going to clean up the frontier by himself. What are you calling on little old Rambler for?
1: Kwizen, take a seat. Uh, We see a warden in full warden garb, the hat low over his glowing green eyes, leaned back in a chair with a table and one more chair across from the table, uh, close to the Rambler, being the only features in the room except for one lit oil lamp
5: the rambler walks on over and sets himself down and tries to play it off as if like cool as a cucumber this is they're just sitting down and having a nice chat and he says it's not often I get mail from well someone like you something special going on yes
1: your last intel was good so I still have use for you And he reaches into his coat and pulls out a sheaf of papers and says, On the other hand, I've noticed you're traveling with a particular individual. And he spreads on the table a line of wanted posters, all for Slim. Looks like every single one that was set up in the town.
5: You've been busy. Yeah, uh, one of the people on my crew... Dresses up like a warden. What oven.
1: He is impersonating someone I know personally. Uh, the warden leans down and picks up something from below the table. He actually picks up two things. Uh, the first being a bottle of whiskey, which he places on the table. The second being a large revolver, which he sets next to it. I've noticed a cohort of mine has been missing for a long time he appears to have the same height build and garb as your friend here who's garnered so much attention recently
5: the rambler kind of squints his eyes and says how long we talking
1: the warden uncorks the whiskey and pours two glasses and two, like, little tumblers, and slides one towards the rambler.
5: The rambler takes it, of course, and kind of takes it in one hand, lifts it up a bit as if there's a bit of a toast, and s- starts nursing it. He's, he's, he's not drinking it all down in one go. He wants to keep his wits about him.
1: The warden poured himself a tumbler, but it just sits in front of him, still. It has come to my attention, you two may be close. According to these wanted posters, it appears this man is not who he seems, and he indicates the wanted posters refer to Slim as an it, and that it is highly dangerous.
5: You know that a lot of the things they print on those are just utter bullshit?
1: Sure, especially up here, where people forget the law.
5: As far as I remember, you don't have jurisdiction around these parts, do you? you planning on claiming that bounty
1: the warden looks at you from under the brim of his hat and says I do not need to claim this bounty I want you to
5: the the rambler kind of his his eyes narrow and he says you want me to sell out one of my crew and give them to Sloan
1: not Sloan me
5: is, is the bounty too Sloan or to the Warden Commission?
1: It doesn't say, it just basically says local authorities. Though, the assumption is Sloan and her men.
5: Slow, let me get this straight. Although there's a bounty out that Sloan wants this game, you want me to bring him to you.
1: I am particularly interested in this impersonator. I can make it worth your while. You seem to have garnered a good bit of attention yourselves. I believe the going bounty is one hundred thousand alive
5: I think Rambler like takes out a uh, takes out a piece of paper uh from one of his pockets and throws it on the table and it's the Rambler's uh wanted poster uh, what what am I going for these days Joe?
1: it is in fact a hundred thousand alive, about ten thousand dead.
5: The Rambler just kind of like sniffs and scratches his chin and says. I don't think we we're planning on being around these parts much longer, so I'm not too worried about the providence Sloan has carved out for herself. I'm more afraid of you than I am I'm afraid of these, but hey, my intel's still been good. I don't see why we need to change the terms of the deal.
1: Make no mistake, Sloane's cronies will track you to the edge of Halcyon and back. However, if it's me you're afraid of, I am beginning to think your intel may be drying up. Last batch may have been good, but there have been other times you've been slipping. And he takes his revolver from the table and slowly starts fiddling with it, checking the cartridges.
5: What gives you that impression? His his face doesn't change, but there's a visible sweat on the rambler's uh, on the rambler's brow.
1: I'm noticing higher activity, especially around here, the frontier. Have you noticed any strange storms recently?
5: As a matter of fact, I have. There was one coming from Sloane's mansion.
1: So, do you know what's been causing them?
5: Uh, he, he scratches his chin. sure it's something, uh, alien and powerful. Can't quite say if it's a leviathan or not, but probably best to assume i'm making a deception check
1: make that deception roll
5: i got a 14
1: uh let me see what the warden gets here
5: i hope that is enough
1: the warden's face is unreadable as he looks up and says the commission's priorities are shifting as are mine for now I still have use for you, keep the intel coming, and in the meantime, bring me this man." And he indicates Slim on the poster, and as I said, I can make it worth your
5: while. I'm going to lay my cards out on the table for you. I quite like this guy, uh. call him Slim. He's uh, well really a stand-up guy. If he didn't tell you, he'd assume he was a warden. What exactly... Uh, what exactly are you planning on doing with him?
1: The warden picks up his glass of whiskey and tucks his hat down low, and the glass of whiskey disappears for a moment near his scarf. There's a hissing noise... And then when he brings the glass back down, it is empty, and he places it on the table, lifts his head, and says, "'You appear to be mistaken. That is no man. That is a monster. Any semblance of friendliness, any upstanding behavior you may have seen, is a ruse. However, I assume your friendliness is one as well. What, is he a test subject?' A walking experiment of yours, Quizon.
5: Quizon like raises his hands up, just kind of in a non-guilty gesture. Ain't one of mine found him, uh, well, wandering. Just kind of assumed he was a warden gone wrong. Thought he was one of your lot. Still, though, skivin' giving it up doesn't sit right with me. I'm assuming you're gonna kill him like you've done with all the uh, well, like you've done with the cultists.
1: The warden stays silent and watches you. After a moment, he says, What I do is none of your concern.
5: When it comes to my survival, it is. That guy's one of the best shots I've met out here, and I've been paying him a fair amount to be my bodyguard. If I lose him, my chances of survival go down. If I'm dead, you don't get your intel. Even if it is waning over the past.
1: Then let How me lay long. my cards on the table. And the warden stands up and walks back to a pack and uh, a bandolier that's hanging on a hook behind him. Uh, and he pulls out another revolver and inspects it and turns back and says, Your companion is a danger to you and your crew more than you could possibly imagine
5: I think at this the rambler starts narrowing his eyes and says and how would you know something like this? Uh, also when when he opens his pack do I get a glimpse at anything inside? Make a perception check. They I make a perception check? I got a ten Lots of guns <laughs> Lots of coal, got it
1: weaponry and other things crowbars uh, climbing pitons uh, he's he's he looks like he's loaded for bounty hunting plenty of rope as well
5: got it any any unsavory technologies I might recognize or does it look like he's by the books uh, by the
1: books very violently by the books got it I'm sure you've seen or at least... Rumor has gotten around the state of the governor's manner.
5: Well, I've been a bit disconnected the past few days, you know, lying low and all that. I'm assuming she's gotten a posse rounded up and is searching the city, making sure no boats leave port.
1: You would be correct. Let me educate you. And he steps forward back to the table and says, She is claiming a creature attacked her within her home. Her office is ruined and she has bodies to prove something non-human threatened her and her livelihood.
5: (laughs) So what, was it a warden?
1: You think you are safe with that by your side?
5: (sighs) Honestly, I think I understand how Slim works a lot better than I understand a lot of people. Definitely better than some of the other members of my crew.
1: The warden Sighs and takes a seat and says, So he is your little pet project.
5: I wouldn't call him a project. That would assume that I had something to do with its making.
1: I'm sure you couldn't resist when someone like that landed in your lap.
5: What? You expect me to say no to an opportunity like that? Look, this could be the breakthrough I'm looking for. Make it so much easier to find the rest of those scumbags. Just have a way of reverse engineering some of that crap. Think about the tracking devices I could make. The
1: warden seems to consider and says, then let's sweeten the deal further. You bring me this slim, and I'll bring you whatever you need to find his deepest, darkest secrets. And when you're done, I'll take what I need, and we'll part ways.
5: The Rambler seems to, like, sit and contemplate this for for a little bit. Honestly, what I think I need is just time. You know how breakthroughs work. Sometimes you don't get nothing for months. If I'm bringing him to you, I'm assuming he won't be lasting that long. Especially if it's as dangerous as you're saying he is.
1: I'll make him last as long as you need. Besides, time is something I believe we're both running low
5: on. Rambler kind of, like, gives him a knowing nod. Says, you been feeling it too?
1: The commission's getting antsy. These storms are proving... There's a pause, and he says difficult. I'm needing more intel and faster. I've had to open up other methods besides just you, Kwizen.
5: Other methods?
1: I'm sure you'll be happy to hear they are not nearly as reliable or useful. But they're there. And sooner or later, one of us will run out of time.
5: You know, that's a great point, and, uh, speaking of time, I need to go to the bathroom real quick, so, uh, I'll, I'll be right back. Uh, and the Rambler's gonna get up.
1: So when, when the Rambler says, you know, speaking of that, I need to use the restroom, and he stands up, uh, the Warden stands up as well, and his hand is near his hip, and he says very calmly, you may leave when we are finished, Kwizen. The
5: Rambler, uh... Goes ahead and sits back down. it's nice and slowly. And says, So, what I'm What I'm stuck on right now is how you know so much about the nature of this guy. What you have a history with him?
1: You could say that. The warden slowly takes a seat and very slowly pours another glass of whiskey and says I know neither of us wish to waste time, so I'll cut to the chase. Your intel is no longer enough. The clock is ticking, sooner or later the hammer will strike, and someone is going to be on the wrong end of a gun barrel when it does. If you want to keep yourself safe, I need this man. If I, if you want to stay on my good side, the intel keeps coming. Am I clear?
5: There's one thing I don't quite understand. And that's... How do you know Slim's your guy? How do you know he's just mimicking? Being, well, being a person. We've both hunted Starspawn for... Well, better part of our lives I'd say at this point so you should know that this is different
1: the warden puts his hand over the glass of whiskey and there's another hissing sound and he calmly says we've both hunted starspawn for a long time you know how they can shift And adapt. And I knew this warden too well to mistake this. And he indicates the wanted poster for him. Jaron Ward is not a pirate. He is not a creature. He does not bisect people and fly into a blind rage as... Our friend, the governor, would have us believe.
5: So you think that star spawn is... What happened to Jared? do you think it's something else?
1: I do, and I intend to find out for certain. He chose the wrong warden to impersonate. And you chose the wrong friend to trust, Kwizen. <sighs>
5: we well, are not leaving me much room to negotiate here. And he kind of gestures at the uh, pistol on the table, uh, the extra one that he took out of his bag, and he says, What's well, that for me to off myself after it's done?
1: <laughs> he picks up the pistol and indicates uh your own weapons and gestures and says is that a snub-nosed musket carbine that won't do you much good if this warden were to turn on you a wheel lock is prone to misfiring i was going to give you the tool to do this job correctly And he pops open the chamber on the pistol and uh, uh, kind of tips it towards you so you may inspect that it is empty, clicks it back up, and slides it across the table to you.
5: The ravelier will grab it with his right hand and kind of like pick it up inspect it on the left and the right, and he puts it back down on the table. So you're expecting me to offer him, or is this just insurance? I'm pretty sure you know that Slim ain't gonna attack me. We've been traveling together for two months now.
1: I know he will if he feels threatened enough. Believe me, it is insurance.
5: i just getting the feeling you're making a lot of assumptions here. You know that this is a thing impersonating a warden, but... I think the impersonation part's a lot more human than Starspawn. You and I have seen plenty of people that stress up in the bandanas.
1: Perhaps I know more than you think.
5: I'm asking how you're getting this information.
1: How I receive my information is not important. What is important is that your friend is more dangerous than you know, and he's impersonating a very particular warden, and I need you to bring him to me.
5: So how exactly is that going to work out? The whole me bringing him to you,
1: I will be attending to business up here on the frontier. I'll be easy to find through the usual channels. If you can't find me, I will come to you. You have 30 days. Do whatever you must, but make sure that he is in my presence alone with you before the month is out.
5: And is there anything I can do to get you to reconsider this? Let's say we clear out Sloane's manor, get the wardens a better foothold up in the frontier.
1: That would certainly be appreciated, but as I said, our priorities have shifted.
5: To killin'... One Warden impersonator, and the most unique star spawn that's ever been.
1: It is perhaps more important than you think, (sighs) Kwizen. I'll
5: see what I can do. I'll try to have it done by 30 days, and I understand what'll happen if I don't. Won't make it easy for you, though.
1: The Warden nods and says... I appreciate your discretion in this matter.
5: Also, uh, I'm going to really quickly. I'm guessing the warden is, is still looking straight at me, right? Hmm? Never mind. If, can can you let me at some point if he turns his back? Because I just want to basically flash detect magic to try to see how many, like, if anything he's got in him is magical in nature... If I can see if anything like this bag is lighting up. I just wanna kinda know how much of this dude is Well, how much of this is man is how much of this dude is metal, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I also wanna say, make a make a make an insight check. Got a fourteen. Okay. Fourteen is enough to tell that. The Warden is acting differently. Differently than than you've seen him before. He seems set on finding Slim. And you're beginning to wonder if he's doing this at all on orders from the Warden Commission. He then continues, Do not forget we are codependent, Kwaisen. If something were to happen to me... You can bet...
5: The weight of the Warden Commission would break my back.
1: And I'm sure you have your own methods of doing the same.
5: They've been getting less and less. You've been getting nothing but stronger. Hell, I bet you could fight two armies on your own at this point.
1: We both know, if it came down to it, who would walk away alive. Do this for me? And we can keep what we have going a little longer.
5: All right. Like I said, I'll try to get it done, but... giving me a really tough one here. Basically every sense of the word.
1: You are close. He trusts you.
5: And that's the part that hurts. Not many people have trusted me recently.
1: (laughs) When has that mattered to you, Kwizen? Be honest.
5: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's been a long time.
1: That's why you are just the man for the job. And this is a job that needs doing. Believe me. Uh, the the warden kind of pats his pistol and flips his coat so that it covers his holster again.
5: So is this uh, this about revenge? Think that this Staspan killed. Kill this important warden, and then now is impersonating him. Just can't stand with that.
1: Make an insight check.
5: Seventeen.
1: It's hard to read the body language of the warden. He covers up pretty well, you know.
5: I'm mostly I'm mostly looking for a fist curling. Just because that's usually been his tell in the past.
1: One hundred percent. His hand curls into a fist on the table, and he says that is none of your concern, Quizen. One of your best and worst attributes has been your inquisitiveness. Make sure it is pointed in the right direction.
5: I'm just saying. You know what? I'll shut my mouth. It's probably better for me here. Uh, I have a noon to ramble on.
1: <laughs> Indeed. You do this for me, Quizen. And believe me, We will both be better for it.
5: Yeah, I get to keep up my reputation. And so do you. Guess it's a win-win.
1: You might keep the gun. It will certainly do you better than that cheap manufactured trash in your belt. And he stands up. He turns around to close his pack.
5: I cast Detect Magic, and I'm gonna look at everything. Tell me what's magic, my friend.
1: Hmm. You do so. Well, here's the part where, as a DM, I gotta think about how to finagle detect magic to.
5: No, okay. It's within 30 feet of me, and I can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. I learned a school of magic, if any, and I mostly. I'm just using it in my field of view. Uh, first, I want to use it on the Warden himself, then on his pack if that's within 30 feet, and then on, I guess, the gun he gave me.
1: He... Make a sleight of hand check. Detect Magic has a verbal component, doesn't it?
5: It does. I also said early in the campaign that it makes my eyes get a somewhat star spawn effect in the irises. So that's why I was waiting for him to turn around as well. Uh, so what is this? which check again.
1: I, to, it, it, you're speaking quietly, but I still call it a slight of hand check. I feel like that's most easiest.
5: Got it. I got a 12.
1: Okay. The warden doesn't seem to notice or turn around. You survey the room, and a blindingly bright aura fills the room immediately. There's magic here. There's magic unlike you've ever seen. It's coming from the warden, or an item on the warden. Furthermore, there is something in his pack, but the school of magic is unrecognizable.
5: Uh, is there a certain school of magic on him?
1: Uh, just off my off-the-top knowledge of magical spells, I think the Warden practically explodes with evocation magic. Got it. And last but not least, there is a very slight glow from the gun in front of you.
5: Hell no. I say that very quietly. I think, th- I think that that's part of my sleight of hand. Uh, and then I'm going to end it. Go ahead and end the detect magic. It goes a spell slot, but that's fine.
1: Uh, the warden hasn't, like, altered his behavior in any way, but as he's closing his pack and putting it on, he says, as if it's a complete non-sequitur, your tricks will not help you. and he turns back and says you know just as well as i i am not to be trifled with and that glow is all you need to know to know that something with this man is bursting with power
5: we both knew who would win when it came to the draw.
1: Then, why don't you even the odds a little bit? And he indicates the pistol sitting before you. Think of it as goodwill. I'm assuming you'll do this job with the same fervor you've tackled other things.
5: Can't say that I like it, but I'll give it my best. I'll be seeing you, actually. Uh, go going back a bit. I think Rambler looks out. Does this hut have any windows? No. Uh, then I think, like, Rambler takes kind of a pretty shitty, like, looks kind of kit together timepiece uh, out of a pocket and says, Wouldn't be very smart for me to go back tonight. I think I'll, if it's okay hang around here for the night
1: do as you wish I will not stop you the warden uh, with a few strides exits the room into the swiftly approaching dusk in the middle of the jungle
5: what does everyone want you dead slim